Start it up then. Hey, this is the Bo Chewy Podcast. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. This is Bob. This is Chuck. And I'm Huey. Welcome to our intro podcast. We're going to talk about us. Top three about us. Yeah, yep. this will help you get to know us and get to know the format that we'll probably be using for a little while. Actually, get it's, better at podcasting. it's not top three about us. It's top three about me, individually, us. Say the title, Bob. Top three about me. <laughs> but what is what is the, what 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 are we about? So like we're introducing ourselves now. We're three friends from high school yep. talking about we're shit. giant nerds. Been friends face. for like twenty plus years. Yeah, probably. absolutely. Yep. And, and involved with all sorts of pop culture stuff. Every we're not day. personally involved. We just like it. Every day. <laughs> yeah, we're fans. We're Every, fans, man. <laughs> Every day we have more pop culture bullshit. I our, could be involved with more stuff, but I don't like doing the music for that. Some our things. wives do not care about. Not at all. Decide to make a not at all about it. Essentially, <laughs> they get tired of listening to me talking about comic books. And God, you know how, how many times my wife has humored me and thought. Yeah, that's a pretty good Rainbow Six Siege clip. <laughs> like, she does not care. No, no one but cares but a, us. She's a good, she's a great wife. That's why. Good sport. Thanks for letting me come. So that's why podcast. we're here. <laughs> that's why we're here. So we're going to, we're going to use this opportunity to help introduce us to you. Yep. We thought we do it in list form because that's what we're pretty good at. We are. So, so where uh, do we start, Chuck? Bobo, you want to lead off? I will start. Okay. Okay. The first thing about me, I'm big into movies. Oh, you are. Big, big. My movie knowledge is uh, really extensive. I've worked at three video stores during my young adult career. I would say I'm adult now, not young anymore. To those who are under 20, video stores were a place where you could go and exchange (laughs) currency for a movie and or video game that had recently come out that you didn't want to buy. Yeah, they didn't have digital That's actually an important thing because... um, a big part of our adolescence, I guess, high school and a little bit beyond high school era when we're, be, we're really heavily influenced by things around pop culture, movies, music, things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of our time was spent in movie rental places that you guys had worked at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, and a lot of stuff we were introduced to, you know, through your guys' involvement in video stores. Yeah. I have, I have something to say, like. Okay, I'll throw it out there. I've never been beaten at the scenic game by Xbox. No, right? you haven't. So I know a lot of my movie tri- trivia knowledge is from just cover art. Yeah, dude. <laughs> cover yeah. art. We oh, talked yeah. about cover I've art. I've never seen these movies, but I know who was in it and certain questions, cover art. But it's a lost thing, right? It, but I've seen a lot of movies, too. People though. are never going to experience where where you would go in no. to a, a store and no. pick a movie based on what you're, what visual you're seeing. I'm really sorry, but Netflix, Netflix, Vudu, uh, Hulu... All those places, any streaming service we can rent, you will never, unless you've already watched that movie, chances are you're probably not going to be sucked in by their cover. No. Not the way that we were back in the day when you'd go to a video store to rent something. I mean, you're just not going to. In fact, some even older movies that had great cover art, like Misery, had great cover art. We had... With the the cabin in the woods, and it just, you know, it was awesome. Has terrible cover art now. And it might suck you in to it. It's... Speaking of that, I was, uh, my cousins were over last night. I wanted to watch, they've never seen the original Jurassic Park. How old are your cousins? So, uh, 13 and 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went and I was looking at my iTunes, right? They changed the cover art. 
I couldn't find it. I'm like, what is? Wait, what is this? They changed the cover art. Can I try to guess what it is? Can I try to guess what it is? I've never seen it. Okay. Is it Dr. Grant with the two kids just like sitting there with like staring off into the distance? <laughs> I, you know what? I think the Tyrannosaurus Rex is chasing somebody on the cover. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's not that. as cool though. It's no. still that iconic silhouette. You know what I noticed? The, the, the last trailer Rex. for the new Jurassic the World. Um, yeah, the logo. They, they mimicked so much of the original movie, like with the T-Rex with his roar and, and that whole that whole feel like it, it, it feels like they essentially did that movie all over again. They kind of did, you know, kind of did to a newer generation, but like the, my, they, Richie and Dave, they both like Jurassic world. Well, they I like do, it a lot. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I, I like the original movie. one better, but I, I like like Jurassic world too, but the original one is, well, more, there's more a nostalgia factor to that yeah, too. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, nostalgia. Did you say nostalgic? <laughs> There's a nostalgic. Hey, Huey, that, if it yeah. flies, it surly dies. <laughs> surly. I fucking love what you just said. Nostalgically. Awesome. Nostalgical. When, I thought he was talking about a vampire. No but you look it. at you look at redoing things the right way. You look at Jurassic World, and I, whether you, if you don't like it, that's fine. But if you're saying it's too much like the original, look at Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which is almost like a, almost a beat for beat reshot of of A New Hope. And, <laughs> Even with the trench, like a uh, star battle at the end to do some things, sure. it's it's the same. and But it works. Don't it get me started as on this. But it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. They did a really good job. If you do a good job of it and you're – if you can do a good job to re soft reboot a franchise, then – I think the problem is – is the problem is, <laughs> is there's so many fanboys like <laughs> us – that have a certain expectation of what their pop culture should be now. But like, I'll take I'll, the biggest example I have, one of the cut topics I'll talk about is Star Wars, okay? I'm a huge Star Wars guy. And the big thing about it is that it's, it's not gonna appeal to me, but it's a new movie, man. It's, it's, it's not what I expected it to be, but it's amazing. Well, would you say the new movies, like, uh, it just, I don't mean to date the podcast at all, but uh, The Last Jedi came out, what, two months ago? Yeah. So would you say the new movies appeal more to you or to a new generation? To a new generation. New so? generation, definitely. Guys more, of my more, generation hated it. There, there's tons of blogs out there about how they, they had certain expectations of how it was going to be. I loved it. I loved every second. I loved The Last Jedi. I loved every second of it, but I don't have that expectation that I had of... Of what my guess is of what should happen. You know what I mean? People spent so much time predicting what would happen in the new trilogy. They're disappointed and by they were, it. And they were all proved wrong Correct. about everything. And, and screw and, them. And, and, and there were storylines that went nowhere. And, you know, Which but, is fine. But, but if you look at it in the course of the movie, they had to go that way. Yes. Because it was leading the audience. Now, uh, to me, it, Star Wars, there's nothing wrong with The Last Jedi. I thought it was great. No, it was incredible. Awesome. Bob, you thought it was good. Yeah. You love The Last Jedi. I only saw it once. I've been waiting for it next month, man. It comes out on video. I'm waiting. I'll be there, too. I'll I'll see it again. And, um, of course, I'll see it again. But I don't understand. The hate comes from people on the internet, from fanboys being wrong. Like, that's that's the problem, though. 70% of the time, I don't think, like, if you, and if you throw out a bunch of other, if you throw out a bunch of bullshit constantly, all day, every day. You're gonna be proven wrong. But I guess the problem the problem is is that we, we didn't have that that social medium, the the ability to spread information quickly when 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 we were we were growing up. It was right? just being started. I yeah. mean, when we start yeah. when we were growing up. You know what I associate with you with with when it comes to movies? Bob. Yeah. Bob. You know what it is? I'm gonna guess Indiana Jones. Yeah. 
Indie. You are the indie expert. So yeah, let me let me continue. <clears throat> Sorry, we got off track. No, no, I know it's fine. okay. It's okay. Sorry. So like my uh, I was I was trying to like guesstimate my amount of movies that I've owned. <laughs> Over okay here. You are a collector, man. Over um, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, and digital, I have about seven hundred and fifty plus movies. Whew. Now, like on my digital, like with Voodoo and iTunes, a lot of yep. them duplicate from what I have on digital or from what I have on physical. Yep. You got the digital. It's like copy. A digital comes with it. But still, I, I've been over the past couple of years, I've been buying more digital just because. Me too. Save space, actually. My wife doesn't like me buying so many movies all the time, but. Well, it's, just was, a, it's just a hobby. It's a hobby, man. I love watching no, movies. that's a collection. I always look at it this way as if I missed it in theaters and I would have paid. Oh, exactly. It. If I would have paid yeah. to see it, I will it would pay have been the same price as you bought it. Or five weeks to see it early correct. on digital. Actually, Correct. it's cheaper to buy it way. instead of going to the movies. Can I ask you a yeah. question then? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of like, I always see you as the movie guy, right? So what is your thoughts on the ever, like, how quickly the medium changes? So, like, I was buying DVDs, not but what, a couple of years ago? And then, you know, Blu-ray. And now, like, it's the majority, 4K. like 90% of what I buy is digital, right? So how do you, like... I have been long for the longest time, dude. I have been. Uh, I hated digital. I hated digital. Really? Yeah. Because I'm like to I me, like it was to have, out of convenience. It was convenience for me. Yeah, but he's a collector. To me, no it's fair. like I like the box art. I like having yep. the disc. The power goes out, or say the internet goes out. I got the disc. I can watch it. Still. No, that's fair. Sure. You that's know? fair. And to me, it looks better on digital than digital. Disc looks better than digital because if your internet isn't that strong, no, that's also it's fair. not going to be streaming as well as you like it. Disc. I mean, that is my biggest fear because I I think the last two years, everything I've purchased has been on digital and I've had situations where like, uh, the internet's down and me and the kids are sitting there and we can't watch them. so we end up busting out a copy of fight club that I stole from Chuck like 15 years ago. (laughs) You're going to watch fight club with your kids. Hey, it's a good movie. (laughs) It is a great movie. Now my problem is seven from you. Seven. You still have, I still have it. You have my super special edition. It is awesome. It's good. Um, What's in the box? ah, Gotcha. So real quick, with the, on on the same notes as of buying things, you know when I decide I'm going to buy something, Guardians of the Galaxy two, yeah, bought it, physical edition because I want the DVD and Blu-ray, yep. because I can play it in my minivan. The kids can watch. Oh, that's a good point. Can watch well, the plus, DVD. That's a good point. So plus, the Blu-ray stays intact. The DVD is going to get kicked around like an asshole. Same with Jurassic World. They did the same thing. The kids love Jurassic World. But Put now though. Player. Say digital comes out, it's twenty bucks. Brand new, usually, uh, like you know, like mainstream movie. Like if it's like Disney or something, it's twenty bucks. Anything else, is like fifteen. Yeah, usually. yeah, no, okay. that's fair. You buy it on physical, it's like twenty, twenty-five bucks, but it comes with the Blu-ray, DVD, and the digital. See, so I, like I would that. always think I would get a better deal buying the physical because I also get the digital included. That, that's that's fair. I guess my fear is, I don't know if this is like my post-apocalyptic fear, right? But I, I have ton of stuff on Amazon and Vudu, ton of stuff. And Amazon's not going to fail in the next couple of years. Probably it's not. but Voodoo's and Voodoo's backed by Walmart, by the way. Yeah, Voodoo's but like back. thirty years from now, will it still be around? And what will happen to my digital copy? I had, thirty years from now. Listen to this. I had a ton of digital copies on my Flixster account. Yeah, just last year they stopped their Flixster. They that stopped app, supporting that Flixster. app. Fucking sucks right now. By the way. What? The Flickster app, dude? Oh, that uh, fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, it does. They the revamped way. it and it yeah, fucking blows. It fucking sucks. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. Whoa. Terrible, it's but yeah, I lost a bunch of movies on Flickster account. Because for, for the longest time, I used iTunes or Flickster. If one digital copy wouldn't give me iTunes, right. it gave me Flickster. Right. But now Flickster is no more. Flickster digital copies is no more. They still have Flickster, but it's not the same. You can't right. stream movies from it. Which pisses me off. 
So if I'd have known that, I would have had a voodoo account a long time ago. He's our movie guy. Yeah, no, obviously. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so my favorite movies, or my favorite movie genre is action comedy. That's what I like. Yeah. Like when you go look at my iTunes account, I got yep. like 250 movies in iTunes. What's some examples? 100 of them is action. Psh. I'll list it off. A-Team. Fucking. Wait a minute. The Wait, Liam second. Neeson in eighteen? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a movie, man. I got, it is I a movie. I don't have the digital of the There's TV nothing show. Wrong you know, with listen, that. watching those TV series from the eighties is bad. Uh, yeah, it's not good. It's Actually, not good. those are really boring. I have better fond memories of when a child watching it. Not yeah, now. Not don't, now. Yeah, it's like He Man. So bad. like Oh yeah. Um, go ahead. It's eighteen. My top favorite. That was my, a weird one to put at the top. Of. That really you was. Know why? Here's why. Here's that why. That was out Alphabetical there. Order? I, in my mind, I have a picture order? of my iTunes list. It's and A-Team is the first, first one. one. And then you know what? It goes to Ant-Man. And then it goes All to right. American or American Sniper, then Ant-Man, and shit like that. All right. Know? So it's, a, it's okay. alphabetical it's order. It's alphabetical. Got it. Weird so my top three with. favorite movies, my top, my personally top three favorite movies, in no particular order, would be Pulp Fiction. Nice. Oh, nice. Indiana Jones trilogy. The original Indiana Jones trilogy. Which one of the three is your favorite? Temple. Temple of Doom. See, I've always, I've always had that with you. Like your favorite was always Temple. My mine is always going to be Raiders. Kalima. When I was a little kid, I was not allowed to watch Temple of Doom that much. It's scary. For some, my parents it's were overprotective. Yeah. Dude. So it's Last really Crusade was my favorite. Devil stuff. Last man. Crusade was my favorite when I was a kid. I loved. I saw that with my I dad in the theater. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. So that yeah, Pulp Fiction, Indiana Jones trilogy, and the original Star Wars trilogy. Of course, no particular order. I mean, my favorite Side Star note. Wars is probably like Empire. Side note: When I had my surgery this last summer, Bob lent me his copy of the DVD oh. original cut. It was the Blu-ray version of. Yeah, it was the Blu-ray. It was, it was pirated. Like, oh I don't, don't want to say pirated, dude. but I bought it off eBay. I tell you what, it's not. It's not of Star Wars. Of Star Wars. The original Star Wars. trilogy of Star Wars. So, the original theatrical. Not the special edition. Yeah, no, it was so refreshing special. to watch. That. It's awesome. It watching was them. so refreshing because it didn't have the crappy scenes added in there. Oh, it was. So I clearly refreshing. haven't seen it since the special editions have come out. Oh, I should so let you borrow it, man. Oh, it's great. I would. I would watch that. And that's why I think it was like forty bucks. I have this, but you know what? That's worth it to me, man. I'm sick of buying those special edition bullshits, man. Fuck yeah, you, George I did. Lucas. I did. I, I bought them so I wanted to introduce my kids to the all uh, to the to the trilogy, and then so we had to watch them in in machete order, and uh, you know they they even we're talking a six year old and an eight year old acknowledged that the prequel was bad and the original trilogy was incredible. My son, you know, my son, uh, who is a, almost an exact copy of me. In a lot of ways, he the Star Wars. I asked him one day, "What star?" He had, he liked Star Wars, but didn't know why. And I'm like, "What Star Wars movie do you want to watch?" This is before Force Awakens and stuff yeah. came out. He just knew he was a dork from the beginning. That's how ingrained it is. And That's he funny. was like, "I held them all out, all six at the time, the prequels and the original trilogy. I held them all out." He picked the Clone Wars. That almost killed his whole interest. <laughs> Wait, what's the second one? Yeah. Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Attack, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Attack of the Clones, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, the cartoon we got Clone it. Wars is kind of good. Yeah, it's I got that. Really it's awesome. Good. It's really good. Yeah, he likes that. And it's it's I think, really good. I think that was the thing. He saw it's had Attack of the Clones, and so he thought it was... He We watched up until the, where Anakin's rolling around a field with, with the, uh, Queen Amidala, Padme. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was done. He didn't want yep. to watch it. Anymore. That dialogue yep. in that movie. That movie is so bad, man. That movie is fucking terrible. It's rough. God. It's Except rough. for the end. 
when Yoda fights. Yoda, that was cool. I went to the movies just and to see that. Christopher like, Lee three is times. upright in that. That's amazing because he's like Christopher Lee's five. badass in that movie, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Christopher Lee's fine. He's just really old. Don't you be ripping on the Lee, bro? I'm not. <laughs> he's in Gremlins too. So yeah, Bob's the movie guy. Bob so yeah, that's my intro to movie. I love movies. And t- like TV, I watch a little bit of TV, but not really much anymore. And you will hear, for those that are listening, that we will definitely compare a lot of movies. We're basically trying to pad our resume right now. To yeah. Any kind of, uh, Accreditation. Yeah, let me, hold on. Accreditation. Let me say this. With, the, with like movies, I'll put TVs in there. My, my top TV shows of all time would be uh, Seinfeld. This is to get you to know Vegas. Seinfeld's my, good. My, yeah, uh, I'm a fan. My, yeah. my mental state. Seinfeld, Seinfeld I love. Yep. Curb Your Enthusiasm has just taken over Seinfeld. Like, Curb's one, Seinfeld's two, in my, in my opinion. Did you recently discover that, or no. did you start? It was been the last, it's been the past since, like, well, I just finished watching the newest season of Curb, and that pretty much put it See, over the to top me, to me. That has been, for me personally, the magic of the digital age is that I've been able to revisit stuff that I never watched and become huge fans of it way after it originally aired. You know what I mean? So then Seinfeld Curb and then I'll throw in Sopranos. That's like my top oh, favorite TV drama. I love the Sopranos. I love Sopranos, you know? I do too. That's like, I mean, that was like me growing up as a kid living in the mafia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he's not. No. That's what they call him. I swear, Bob, I'll get you that Sorry, money. Don Vito. Bob I'll, I'll get you that money by Friday, I swear. Where's my money, man? <laughs> my money, man. My money, man. Okay, so you are movies. Moving on to Chuckman 5K. I, I mean, I share a whole love with movies, but in the last few years, uh, I've kind of tapered off from blockbuster movies. I do you love, have. I do love the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who doesn't? Um, I'm a big fan of, of Deadpool, and uh, I love... I mean, I'm not going to miss a Marvel movie when it comes out. I take my nope. kids to it. Yep. It's a nice time to you should, take them out to As it. you should. Yeah. But I also have introduced my kids, for, for the most part, into... I love independent horror movies. Okay, can I interject for a second? Yeah. Your love for independent horror movies <laughs> is nerdy beyond nerdy. Like, okay, you, it's one thing to say, I love independent horror movies. It is. Chuck loves independent horror movies to the point of, I don't even know what he's talking about half I'm the time. I'm the most popular guy around Halloween time. I oh, my God. Luke, shout out to Luke. Um, Luke will even text Luke. me around Halloween time, be like, what horror movies can we watch that'll scare the shit out of my daughter? And I'm like, okay, well, here's a couple that aren't too bad and you've never heard of, and here's what we, you know, that's yep. what we do. Um, when, I, and when you say independent, you have to divorce that from B-level horror and I know so like independent horror is not like well Blumhouse. it doesn't does, it doesn't always mean low budget no no it doesn't. no um for example Blumhouse which is if you if you like horror movies you've watched a Blumhouse movie in the last few years Insidious those that's a Blumhouse movie uh, Happy Death Day which was recently released on Blu-ray and stuff which is great well, you can't forget about Get Out the Academy Get Out Award is nominated yeah. Best Picture Get Out is Blumhouse yeah um those movies are independent largely. They're they're not a giant studio, but they do what they can. Um, it I, I do have a crazy knowledge of these movies, and it's hard for me to explain. <laughs> no, here like, I can explain I, it for you. I actually told my wife one day. Uh, my wife actually came to me one day, and she says, "I she's a teacher. She goes to work, and she says things like." Oh, we all got together and we asked what we did this weekend, and I said, "Well, me and my husband watched a movie," and they're like, "What movie?" And I'd say something like, uh, "The Babadook." Which to me is a trendy movie to say, the Bob. Oh yeah, it's somewhat mainstream. It's yeah, somewhat, somewhat mainstream. mainstream. Yeah. Got got a, garnered uh, got garnered a yep. lot of critical attention. Yep. 
Um, and then they're like, what the hell is the Babadook? <laughs> and then you try to tell them it's about a mother who has a very difficult child who just so happened to have their chi- her child on the same day that her husband died, tragically. So every time that her the kid's birthday comes up, she's reminded of the, the dad dying. I mean, that's fucking horrible. And then a monster from a pop-up book comes and starts yeah. fuck, mind-fucking you at the same yeah. time. Like, that's a messed up movie, and it's awesome. It's a great movie. The, th- the, the thing I associate with you with when it comes to independent horror and your, your knowledge and your level of, I guess. I can do mainstream horror, too. but Okay, but here's too. the thing. So I had this surgery where I was going to be down for the count for, like, three weeks, and I was like, Chuck, put me a list together <laughs> of movies and shows I can watch while he I'm did. in bed. And everything you wrote down was so obscure. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I had to pay, like, sites to watch half of this stuff. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of it was incredible. Yeah. Like, a I, lot of it was an absolutely incredible. So, I, I give you credit for your your recommendation. But at the same time, your level of nerdiness knowledge to that kind of stuff is on a level beyond what I can ever describe. There is not a movie. I can name. I have got a list right here. I can name all these movies. And there's not a single movie that's not guaranteed fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And you've never heard of any of them. That's what I mean. Like, your knowledge on this like, is ridiculous. It, it, they're all... Uh, I'll just go from here. Start. Spring. Tragedy Girls. The Monster. Turbo Kid. You're next. What? And you I've might heard have heard of Turbo Kid. What Turbo the Kid's awesome, Tur- Turbo Kid is awesome. Turbo Kid's awesome. But what the hell is he talking about? Uh, the Guest. The Babadook. Heard of Don't it. Breathe, which was actually Fetty Alvarez. That was actually a good movie. Heard did, of it. Re- did the Evil Dead remake. It's a good movie, yeah. He did the Evil Dead remake. I love that and remake. Don't Breathe is awesome. Don't it's breathe. Great. I watched that was a good movie. Dude, was don't, a good don't movie. Breathe is awesome. Except yeah. you know what? The end? The ending was fucked up. And they're doing a sequel to that movie. Fuck you. Wait, I are don't want to really. They're is making it, a sequel. Isn't Fetty Alvarez doing the seg- sequel? I'm not sure, but, but not uh in. what's uh, his name's gonna be in it? The guy from, the bad guy, the, from the, the, Avatar? Yeah. Okay. Hush, Southbound, The Invitation, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. You did watch that one. Oh my I did watch goodness. that one. Uh, Green Day or Green Room. Green Day. Black I like Coat, Green Day. Black Coat's Daughter, which is directed by Oz Perkins. See, now you're getting the level Anthony, of, I don't know what the hell you're Anthony talking about. Anthony Perkins is, it's Anthony Perkins. It's the dude from Psycho. Exactly. Uh, Ex Machina, you saw it. Oh, yeah, that was That's great. That's a horror movie? That was great. Yes. Ox Machina is considered horror? I thought it was considered like sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi It's horror. sci-fi horror. I actually made, I, there, I gave that to Nicole. I made her take it home to watch it. Is there people that? being murdered? Wait, for real? Yeah, it's I, about the, you know, the female that escaped? Yeah. It's like her... Out on her own. Oh, seriously? No shit. Yeah, they're making a sequel to that. Yeah, I love. I read that anyway. Man, that movie's awesome. It follows. That's good. I liked about that one at my bachelor party for like two hours. I watched (laughs) that movie. I liked the premise. I liked everything. It's just I didn't care to watch it again. Um, I don't need to watch it. No, I don't need to watch it again. It's it's really uh, independent horror gives you that little jolt. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. There was one being written, but there's no plans right now to actually do it. For Ex Machina? Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I figured because I never heard anything, man. I'd be all over that. I do. I just. I do love independent horror. I can't help it. It's. It's. I do. I like mainstream horror too, but, um, you know when stuff like like for example like Ouija. Remember that movie? Ouija? Oh yeah, I do. Olivia yeah. Cook. The Ouija it board. It's really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. I watched it with but my. But the sequel. Was... It's for. It's for. My twelve and and ten year old girls. But the sequel is better. The sequel is directed by uh, Mike Flanagan, who did also did Hush and he did Gerald's Game. I love on that Netflix. Movie. Hush is also on Netflix. 
Um, my wife and I watched that movie, and, he's and doing, I was blown. He's doing yeah, that was awesome. He's doing the sequel to The Shining, which is Doctor Sleep. Which yep, is a I book. love Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Yep. He's doing that. I, he loves Stephen King. He he's he's great. And that Ouija, even if you never, it's better if you. Who have, is in that Ouija? Nobody. 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 I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. Well, that movie that movie fucking sucks. That first movie, it is really bad. But it made a bunch of money because it's a bunch of teenagers, right? You know, doing dumb shit. But right. that second, you almost do need to see that first one to really super appreciate that prequel, that Origin of Evil one. Yep. That that it was really good. Um, of course, yeah, I, I I like that kind of thing, man. I I like the 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 independent horror movie scene. You never know what you're gonna see. And uh, no, like seriously. all those movies, I can't explain them. Like I was just talking about before we started recording about the movie The Monster. It it's about a, a a mom who never really wanted to be a mom, who has a daughter who's probably eight or nine years old who would rather live with her father, and she's going to give the rights to the father for good, and she's driving the daughter, you know, to the the father to to live. Pretty much permanently. Here's the and thing, then a John. monster attacks their fucking car, like. And then <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing for that's, the for the average fantastic. listener out there. Here's the thing. No. Chuck is yeah. so ingrained into the horror movie genre that when we were doing some trial podcasts, this guy is able to talk about at a detailed level. <laughs> Horror movies that he's never even watched. I've never seen. Like he, he just knows them. Dude, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah, that is really nerdy. That is my superpower. It is. Yeah. It, See, it like really I don't is. discriminate when I watch movies. I watch all sorts of shit. I won't watch shit. That's the thing. Like, I don't like watching shit either. But there's sometimes I don't, I don't have time. You take a chance. I don't. Ha- I just don't have the time. You gotta take a chance sometimes. Sometimes I do, but. Sometimes you know when you're coming into it. I'll look at a horror movie that I wanted to see. Say, I'll look at any movie I wanted to see, and it's got like a 47% of Rotten Tomatoes. All right? Yep. It's, but at the same time, I really wanted to see it. So I'm going to watch it anyway. Yep. There's also those movies where I have to watch. Not I don't have to, but when my wife wants to see it. So it's like, all right, I'll watch it. Like The and, Notebook. No. I've seen The Notebook. <laughs> just, just, no, like, I'll give you an I example. Like we notebook. watched a couple weeks ago. We rented that movie, Only the Brave. Yeah. About the firefighters and everything. No, no she don't like those movies. So okay, so now we got two guys, right? So you're 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 very much Bob is very much movie eccentric. Chuck's specialty is around the horror movie. As he's pouring a drink, hey, bring me some while you're at it. So then I'm good it, on my forty. Thanks. Is it JT turn? It's your turn, buddy. Okay, so JT, let's go to you. What's your? Uh, tell us what your first one is on your top three about me. Tell us. My top three would definitely fall under the realm of hard comic books. That's your first one. Did you say hard comic books? Yeah, like the. the like, Did you so say hard cocks books? Hard hard cocks. So the the, <laughs> I think I think as of as of our recording, Marvel Cinematic Universe is huge yes. in pop culture. Okay, people know about Black Panther. People know about hey, Thanos. Hold on, Black Panther is more than a comic book movie. Though right now, no, it is, but it's like it's like huge, like cultural movie. No, that, that, that's a political statement. Political, it's exactly. A political statement. But what I'm going that's, with is that is that the reason why? It's all right. Is that the reason why it's so huge? Like doing as well as it is. I mean, I know it's a good, it's a great movie. I liked it a lot. Well, I think there's something to be said about. But like, there's, it, there's, there's finally, more people there's going out to a watch. Stance being taken taken on on, on a uh, political ideal 
uh, I, I guess somewhat of a liberal ideal on, on um, you know, immigration and, and things like that. And, and uh, us as a big country doing the right thing for people, just like Wakanda has all these resources and they're very, you know, cut off and set up, set apart from the, the rest of the world. But then in the end you realize they, they realize, Hey, we should do be mo doing more for people. There's something to be said about that. And that, that was a deliberate attempt by Marvel cinematic universe to s convey that political message. Right. But my point is, is that when it, from a comic book standpoint, from the 90s till now, okay, people know who Black Panther is. Nobody knew who the hell Black Panther was in 1993, no. but dorks like me, right? And so my big thing, like your movies, your independent horror, my big thing was always comic books, right? I, yep. I had the comic yep. book, um, I guess, flag. Uh, I was the guy. Yeah, dude. Sure. The go-to, me and Micah. Micah you and Micah. Micah. I was say, shout you out and to Micah. Micah. Shout out to Micah, Micah who is yeah. also that guy, in many ways more than I am. You know, I when I was a kid, um, I was very, you know, I grew up uh, in a in, in a family that had a comic book shop, baseball cards. I'm also mm -hmm. huge into baseball cards, you know, original like collecting, trading baseball cards, and comic books. I started getting into that genre, and when you're nine to twelve years old, you know the characters but you don't necessarily necessarily know the mythology, okay? You know who Superman is, you know who Spider-Man is and Batman is, but you don't understand the mythology around it. So what happened to me was, you know, I grew up in a comic book store helping buy, sell, trade, and understand the whole demographic of, of comic books in a time and era where comic books was still a nerdy thing. Like, it wasn't a cool to be a comic book guy. No. And well, there was a stigma on that. Like, correct. It was only big, correct. Big fucking dorks who read comic and, books. Yeah, and, and I was. Like I was that. a big dork. Ah, you were, yeah, you were, he was. You were an athlete the entire time in high school. You played varsity. Mm -hmm. I'm athlete, yeah, no, I, I was, but I loved comic books. Right. I, I, I was a passion for me. That kicks the Big Bang Theory stereotype that you're an unathletic fucking ass. I hate that stereotype. Like, not athlete, I hate it. But an unathletic dude who fucking flies kites and you know play, yeah, I, the sport. thing about the Big Bang Theory it's is is that they, they 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 painted uh, comic book guys as these like ultra nerdy like still a pretty funny show. No, it is. Don't get me wrong, but like it's dumb as shit. But I like it. But I, I was in the army for how many years, and there was plenty of guys. Yeah, you were that, in the fucking army. There was guys more badass than I would ever be that was huge into comic books. So you know, the thing was is that for me growing up, it was about it was about the mythology, and it didn't it didn't hit until I read one particular book called um, Kingdom Come by Mark Wade. Um, Alex Ross painted the gouache DC. look, right? And I was a big DC guy. And for me, Marvel was a little bit more advanced than what I could handle when I was a kid. Because in DC? Well, here's Marvel why. more advanced than DC? Here's why Marvel never look at that. that Marvel way. explored themes way quicker than DC ever did, like racism and drug use and things like that. I don't mean to pause you, but if you're going to hit that, my vape stick there. The juice is not optimal for that tank, and you will get a burnt hit. That's Be careful. Fine. That's weird. Is that one of your topics, vaping? No. Douche. I know. What is that uh, flavor? Blueberry. Uh, it's blackberry lemonade, but it's got a high. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, the Jesus. Burn. Yeah, there's a burn. I told you. <coughs> Here we go. That's good. Where were we? Uh, you were talking about Kingdom Come. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I read Kingdom. I, didn't mean to sidetrack. I just wanted to warn you. Woo! Let's, I'm waiting. All right. We're going. Huey, when I, when comics. I was, when, Long story short, when I was 13 years old, I read Kingdom Come. 
and I think it was 1996, Mark Wade, Alex Ross. And what it did for me as a kid is it took Superman, Batman, and the mythology of DC Comics. It went from being a cookie cutter, uh, like pop culture character, into characters that had real problems and that there was real struggles and it, there was political ideologies to it, right? And it totally changed my opinion on how comic books are written and what they're about. And, and all of a sudden, it, it went, it took me down a slippery slope of graphic novels. Right, so I started getting into Alan Moore, and I started getting into uh, uh, Frank Miller and Dark Knight Returns in Year One and things like that. And so I, I kind of that was my Watchmen. thing. The Watchmen, oh my God, don't even start on the Watchmen, right? So, <laughs> so I, I guess for me, if, if 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 my niche was anything, it would be defaulting to comic books and in the mythology around comic books. I, I, I hundred, <laughs> dude. When I have a comic book question, I do come to you to ask, and and honestly, between you and Micah. Like I've by osmosis absorbed right. so much comic book knowledge that I normally wouldn't have, and um, I mean I do read them on on occasion. Sure, I've, I've I, sent you a lot I of get graphic a, novels. I get on spurts, and I yep. and, yeah, I, I, and I read, and then I do this, and but it, it's hard for me to sit down and 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 read a, read anything at my house when I'm not if I have a chance. You I'm know, for me there was a there was a there was a period of a few years when the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe came out that I had to I struggled. Did you say, hold on, did you say cinnamonatic? Cinnamon, cinnamonatic? It's like cinnamonatic toast crunch. Oh, okay, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I struggled because I, I grew up with a certain perception and um, idea of what the character should be. And when the Marvel Cinematic Universe first came out and they would change some of the storylines or they would adapt the storylines to meet the general culture that's out there, I would be frustrated with it. But then, since then, I've evolved to understand that these movies are being being made for people that were not fanboys in the 90s well you almost look at it you look at it like punk music okay and I, that sounds goofy for me to say because i did like that's punk, out there I, I do, no yeah, let me, right? let me, no 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 but eventually explain green day, green day back in 1995 is a lot different than green day in 2018 no sure because yeah. they grow oh up. yeah because totally. they grow up and they're appealing to a different audience now they're appealing to Good an point. audience rather than an audience of 15 and 16 year olds are appealing to that same audience who used to be 15 and 16 years old, yep. but now they're 35, 40 years old. So you look at the Marvel cinematic universe, which it, instead of appealing to somebody who's, I mean, who's 35 years old who may yep. have grown up with these characters, they're going to appeal to though. They're trying to appeal to those people. Yep. You. Yep. And they're appealing to the people, the that general are 10 11 pop culture, years old, right? Yeah. The kids that are 10, 11 years yeah. old or the adult who's, yeah. who's never fucking read an Iron Man comic. Like my wife, life. my wife loves a lot of these movies. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? My oh, wife yeah, loves man. Thor. My wife loves Thor, my wife, right? Hey, and I remember being, I'm not into comic books at all. No, you've and never, I love no, these movies, but that's, but that's the beauty of it. That, that is, no, the, I, have, I have comic books. That is the beauty of what's happening right now in pop culture. There's taking these stories and they're making a mainstream. Where, you know, back in high school in 1998, yeah, like, you're not getting that, man. No. You know, like, if, if I were to walk down the halls and proclaim my love for Thor, I'd probably get my ass kicked. You, you know no, what I mean? But uh, they'd make fun of you. That'd have been weird. Well, I was, I That would have been weird for I was you a even big to say kid. that. I was I a big kid. Thor. I would have knocked somebody out. <laughs> I'd have been like, dude, why are you weird? Like, just sort of like, okay. 
I'd have been like, <laughs> no, 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 here. I would have been like, Adventures in Babysitting Thor. Is that what you're talking about? Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> All right, it's on my list. All right, let's go. I guess, I guess we live in a wonderful era right Gale now. Thor, Mighty God of where you this dude, take, it's the Golden Age of comic books movies. You man. could take Daredevil and you put him on the screen and people love him. That, and well, no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You put him on the TV screen and people love him. You put him on the big screen of Ben Affleck, he's a fucking dude. Yeah, that was bad. Hey, let's all dance on top. Let's all dance on top of a seesaw. But, but hold on, so Ben Affleck does a pretty good Bruce Wayne. I do, and to be, okay. to he was the highlight of the Justice right. League movie. I didn't realize how bad Ben Affleck was at being Daredevil until I saw Terrible. the Daredevil Netflix show. Terrible. <laughs> that Daredevil <laughs> Netflix show is bad. I'm wearing a Daredevil shirt right now. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah, it says Under Armour. No, oh, look at that. He is. I'm wearing okay. a Daredevil shirt. Well, I dropped my cheese. So that's. <laughs> That's me. I, I am the comic book guy. You, dude, I, I, I will go to bat for you anytime. Yeah, you're the comic book guy. Yeah, you are. Somebody That's, please read The Long Halloween and Dark Victory. I already have. Oh, I have, I dude. Read, I have The Long Halloween mm. at home. God, Wait, what? What was the second one? Dark Victory. Never read that one. Hush you gave one me and, You gave me The Long Halloween, man. Hush yeah, I 1 so. and 2. I got that. God, Never read it. Who's What's the Killing second Joe. one? Is that Batman? Yeah. I got Killing Joe. Oh, really? Hardcover. Yeah. I tell you what, the 90s run with Frank Miller, you know, um... You know, you have the long Halloween, you have Dark Victory, Marvels with Alex Ross. Oh, come on. That was the that was the age, man, when this stuff came out. Yeah. That's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Nice push. <laughs> uh, there's blood everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Bob, you're up. You're up. Bob. So my second um top three about me, I would have to throw this out. This is gonna be for probably general for all of us. But it's video games. Okay. What? Which, which is something, which is kind of something we all kind of fall <laughs> in the category of. That hold on, that is a huge block of cheese you just ate, man. <laughs> it's delicious, man. Oh man, it's you know what else awesome. is funny? It's gonna be blocking your colon later. Yeah, it will. Okay, yeah. Video games, man. I love it. I love video games. My you mom love him. Well, we all kind of. Well, I mean, my mom something. tells me to this day that she regrets buying me a Nintendo back in like the eighties because Why? I had two games. Because I've spent my life playing video games. Fuck you. Since then, come on, Monica. Man. What the hell? <laughs> come on, man. We need them. Hours of entertainment. If you only knew how annoyed he gets at them. Oh I man. Mean, so anyway, Christ. in my lifetime so far, I have owned the NES, the Game Boy, mm-hmm. the Wii, mm-hmm. the Switch. Ding. Sega. Ding. Sega what? Genesis. Sega what? Sega. Okay, there we Genesis. go. Genesis. PlayStation 1. Ding. 2. Ding. Skip to 3. I play at the PlayStation 4. Ding. Xbox. Ding. The Xbox 360. Ding. The Xbox 1. You owned an Xbox? A regular Xbox? I owned a regular so Xbox. I. Yep. I played now, Halo. the system that yeah. I'd never had when I was a kid, I have now. I have the Super Nintendo. Because of the Ding. re-release, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Huey. Could have got yes, you. Thanks. You never responded. Your <laughs> you never responded I on your text, bro. Fucking texted you. <laughs> That's okay. Said, you guys are not my friend. Go right now. Get my one. Friend. So my favorite type. This is just me personally. My favorite yep. type of action game is action adventure. Like God of War. Fucking love those games. Yep. Uncharted. Those fucking games are awesome. Never played that. You know what game I remember playing with you the most? The Nintendo 64 don't Superman. Fuck, don't say fucking Oh, man. man. That game was you, horrible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I played whoa, the whoa. shit out of that with you. You played fucking Nintendo 64 Superman. 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 It was called Superman yeah. 64, 64, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
It was bad. It was terrible. We played. Wait, what was that? What was that one game we played on sixty four? It was a racing game. Racing rush. San Francisco rush. Francisco rush too. We played a lot of that. We played together. a lot of that. Together. San Francisco rush was awesome. I, yep. You know what? That game's good. Let me go back real quick to okay. Superman sixty four because I remember the box art. It was just the box of yeah. him pulling his shirt. Yeah. Over yeah. The, yeah. What the fuck did you guys play together on that? We would take turns. Yeah. Take turns doing what? Playing Superman. Flying. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Polygon. You had man. to because that game was so frustrating. It was you so can only play it for so long. Like, what the fuck? How did... I... God. Bad game. It was. Yeah. Bad game. But it's a bad game. This is for another podcast, but it was a bad game that we wanted to be really good. You know? It's not. <laughs> it's yeah, not. it wasn't. It's not. So... <laughs> My favorite game of all time, all time, hands down, Super Mario Bros. 3. I'm glad you didn't say win back. No. Yeah, I would punch you in the face right now. That was the game I was the best at at 64 (laughs) that no one else liked. Actually, Bob, I looked this up. You are the best all time at win back. (laughs) I probably am. There's stats out there. There's stats out there. That game was awesome in my head. (laughs) I loved that game. Even if you... It's not good. I love Mario. You're the best ass. I've never seen anybody better than than Woodbeck. So Super Mario Brothers 3 is my my favorite game of all time. Do you have the NES Classic? I do not. You know, I tried to get it last year, but I was not paying double retail. I'm not paying $100. I'm really hoping the Switch emulates some of that stuff. I hope so. I hope so. But uh, Okay, so the close games on my list favorite that follow are God of War 2. I love that game. Uncharted 4. Okay. These are games I've never played because I've always I've haven't been I was a PlayStation Two guy. Yeah. And then after that I was done like, for about five years. With the uh Uncharted collection. I've never played I played the other ones, but I never completed the other ones. Uncharted four was the one I completed and it was the best one. It was great. It was awesome it was from great. start to finish. And then the other game that I, I just, that I love on Bioshock. Right. You can you know that. Yep. I I was yeah. a Bioshock fan. Just, yep. just read a Yep. I read two books about both the last two games you just fucking talked about. I just read them. But those aren't like that's like one genre action adventure. I also like first person shooters. So those games I got like Siege. You do? Yeah. What? Okay. I do. Who do you play Woo. first person shooters with? Give you us guys. an example. You guys. So we play Buzz Siege Zow. every weekend. Every Siege. Every, every day, Friday every night. Friday night. What's in it? For the last Rainbow, what, how many years now? Rainbow Rainbow Six, Six, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Good game. What? But we've been playing for, us three as a two trilogy. Have been playing together it's for a few years, years, just a couple but years. We've had Friday night gaming. Well, it was like, Destiny. We've had Friday night gaming for a for long like time. Five years we, now. We played Destiny, and then we moved yeah. on from Destiny to Siege. Black Ops yeah. Two for a while. We were on that for a while. The division for a tiny bit for like five minutes. <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> that like got better. It's but, like uh, with the first person back. shooters. Like I like Siege. This is like my favorite probably right now. Going, you know, we played Halo for a lot. We played Halo a lot. I have a little bit of more love for Call of Duty than you guys probably. More, more likely so. you, Chuck, because you don't care for Call of Duty all that no, much. No, no, actually, I do. I know you like it, but you're not like big into it. Like, you don't actually, care. Actually, I only care for Black Ops. Black exactly. Ops. Exactly. One and two. One and two. Like, I've been playing that World War Two. That game's awesome. No. I never played three. Black Ops three. Nah. Yeah. It's we not as done. good as two. We played Diablo. Yeah. We played Diablo. Oh, Diablo is incredible. And then, like, you already mentioned Destiny. Destiny. So, like, on the other spectrum with video games, I'm not big on RPGs. Nope. At all. At See, all. That's, it's right. like, that's what I love. I like, love I get lost doing the side missions or even stupid stuff on those, and I just <laughs> lost. I just That's what I do. And, like, I want to start a game. I want to complete it. I want to finish it. I want to beat it, and I want to be over with it, and I want to know the main storylines. I want to do that. I don't want to. 
yep. go off looking for lost coconuts that you can only find at noon on Thursdays. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Some people like that. Yep. Give me those coconuts. Exactly. That's but how like, I am. I, I, love, I, I have RPGs. played a couple RPGs, and I have only completed two. You have a favorite? <laughs> I thought about this. I only completed two RPGs. And both of the RPGs were the South Park games. Oh, <laughs> Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. Me. Love which, those games, Which man. actually, I, I have to admit that that's, real. that's another one of his, Bob's, um, fortes is the South Park knowledge and, and well, understanding. I would, you know actually, what? Luke has more knowledge of that, I would think. he really does. Shout than out to me. Luke. Those are real RPGs, though. No, they're, they are. They're real. They really are. I, 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 I played, love the South Park I played, games, man. I played Stick of Truth a bunch. I haven't played... It just is harder for me to play games. Well, like, it's hard to play that like game that. in front of kids especially because you like can't. That, if there's, yeah. No, not a kid's game. It's, it's not even not a play happen. around kids, but man. Those are real, real. Because Trey Parker and Matt Stone love Skyrim. They love the, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely right. those yeah. RPGs. I got about four hours into Skyrim. That's it. So many hours. Now. Exactly. That's my point. I'm not a big fan of RPGs, I've, I've man. That's why it's three so different hard. Platforms. I think the reason why I did the South Park ones is because of the content. Yeah, it's, it's like watching one long episode of the show. It's a brand that you can get behind. Yeah, and, and that's why it's so hard with Monster Hunter now. Where it's none of us have been behind it before because Ever. it's all. Yeah, but it, we are now. It's been Love it's been game. on a mm. handheld console. You were gonna do that. It's been on a handheld console up to this point. Now it's on a regular console. Wait, it's never been on a at home mm-hmm. console. No, mm-hmm. it's always been on handheld. Yeah. yeah, for real. Yes, this is the first one on a. Yes, yeah, that's why it was so huge with the release. Wow, Dude, this is Capcom. I did not too. know that. Yeah, it's never been on a, an nope. actual console. I've heard of Monster Hunter. I've just never played yeah. them. It's always been on like 3ds, 2ds, or I don't, I don't know. How See, that's those more. systems I've never owned. I've never had. I've had Game Boy. I've had, had a Game Boy Color. I had a Game Boy Color, and that's the extent of my portability. Except for now, I got the Switch. That's it. Yeah, now you have the portable system. Yeah, this is all. The Switch I'll buy for that. The, the Switch, Switch is, is good. Incredible. The Switch is good. It's not for me. But yeah, that's like. But but uh, to tag on to what you're saying is, I have the feeling that we're all going to have some sort of shared interest in the video game genre yeah actually i had thought about talking about video games you know what the video games the only video games i wrote down are you ready my the only video games i wrote down were PUBG, siege monster hunter and halo Those you wrote down ones. PUBG. yeah I why love, i like PUBG. PUBG's great man i mean no, no no i'm just saying like that's like your one of your top games yeah okay i love PUBG. really yeah, you wouldn't think it because I, I, I just don't no, talk no. That's about why I'm so dumbfounded. That's because that's because the difference, like right now, between with me with Monster Hunter and PUBG, is that PUBG, I know I am as good at PUBG as I will ever get, and it just depends on the situation if I'm going to win or not. With Monster Hunter, that's interesting. I, am I feel constantly, like I've gotten better over time. I, it's it's to me, it's at the drop of a hat. It's random. There is luck involved. Here, oh, yeah, I want to say this about PUBG. I since since you got that chicken dinner, I've adapted more of your strategy. Patience, yeah. patience. Yeah. So I don't want to say I've gotten better but at it. That's my game. Adapted style. a new different strategy. Here's my thing, though, man. There's times where you'll drop down, man. Come that on. was my fucking Christopher Walken. Yeah. But hey, man. there's times where you'll drop down right in the right spot. You'll yep. get the right things. Yep. You'll be in the middle of the fucking circle. The blue line will be coming up, and you'll have a sniper rifle. You'll have a fucking assault rifle, whatever. I feel like that's all random. There's no skill to that part of PUBG. Fair. But the fact that you're not out running around like a jackass, that's to your own, yes. that's to your own benefit. Yes. The big... and, and But 
that's that's not skill to me. The that, big, that's patience. The big thing for me is that it's a it's a comfortable break. It's a nice break from the run and gun Medal oh. of Honor type thing. Medal of Honor. Or uh, Call yeah. of Duty. Call of Duty type thing where it's like you kill, you respawn. You kill you die, you respawn. You die or respawn. This is there's more stake to it. Well, know? that goes with like Siege. You only got one life per round on that's Siege. That's, siege was that's such a groundbreaking. Part of the siege, siege is great. That's that's actually like my only problem with PUBG is like when we all we we coordinate when we play yeah, yeah. and we all jump out at the same time, we're all headed to the same place. But if one of us dies in the first five minutes, there watching. guess who's sitting for twenty minutes? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That part pisses me off. It's the same as Friday the 13th when we play Friday the 13th. I love that game. Or Siege. Friday the th- yeah, but Siege, you're out for five minutes, and then you're back. Yeah, you're back. Quick. That's because of the round length. Yeah. Right. But it's because, still the but, same but concept, But PUBG is a good but, 30 minutes. You no, can be in there. Yeah. Yeah, only, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 30 minutes. I mean, because especially because one of us is going to last. And there's times, Huey, where you've been taken out early. Yep. Or, Bob, you've been taken out early. Me and Noah, my twelve, my 11-year-old son, yep. have been the only ones left. No, true. 20, did you? 20 minutes later, Speaking we're still going. Speaking of Noah, did you see that clip he uploaded yesterday? No. He, he won the round. It was one versus two. Him being one versus two and other guys. Siege? Yeah. He took him out. It was that's, awesome. That's my I boy. liked He's it. He's good. My, my boy. It reminded me of you, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, holy shit, that's is, awesome. Is my son Roman is coming up in a lawn. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been taking screenshots of him, like, winning rounds in Siege, and he's freaking <laughs> six years old, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. But, yeah, PUBG is there. PUBG, Siege, Monster Hunter, and Halo. And the fact that Monster Hunter's right there. and That I, speaks a lot because it's just come out. I love it. This month. I, it's an incredible game, man. I, I love even, it. I didn't even tell you about this. I wish I had more time today. to play it. I need more time. And I put it in over. I haven't put enough time into it. I put it over, over almost 50 hours into it. But to get, kind of get back on track. So, like, Bob started off the, like, the round two of the round robin discussion of video games. And we go to Chuck. I mean, we all kind of share a video game. As far as video games go, we play together quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. we do. And we, and even, we, during, even, like, during the week, me and you play a lot. Me Chuck, me and you. And when we can. So I'll move on to, uh, I like uh, crazy TV. Like, when I say crazy TV, if I start naming off some of these, and one of them's canceled for sure, uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency because... What? It's on Netflix now. Yeah, it got canceled. Is it really? It's on Net- well, it's because that Landis, with Max Landis. Yeah. With the sexual, sexual allegations. Sexual yeah. allegations. Oh, it's all canceled. that shit is just really... But is that the dude? Martin. Is that the son of... Uh, John Landis, okay. yeah. Yeah, um, it is. But Dirk Gently Murderer. is an awesome show. Yeah, he killed a bunch of people <laughs> for filming. But uh, Legion, that's an awesome, that's an MCU actually yeah, it show. Is. Yeah, it's it is. awesome. Happy. I just finished watching Happy. What's Happy on? I've been wanting to check uh, that sci-fi? out, but I don't have cable. Is it's it? What? Can you stream sci-fi. it? Sci-fi with Christopher Maloney. Yeah, I, you... I streamed it off of Sci-Fi because uh, I just on demand of that. I just I don't have freaking Happy cable, so I, I, I need to amazing. find a way to watch it. Because the, the graphic novel was incredible, dude. As the comic book by, guy, I will raise my hand and I say, was never the graphic novel was incredible. I was hey. never not completely entertained by how fucking funny it was and how violent. Do you did it you was. did you read any of it? No, I've never. Let seen, me I've let me ask you this novel. question, Huey. This is not to do with that show, but like since you're a comic book guy, yeah. How's the Preacher? Have you watched that TV show? That show I have not been able to watch. I, I have, don't have cable. I have watched Preacher. I don't know anything about the comic book. But here's what I've learned. Preacher should have been better than what it is right now. I've heard, I've watched Preacher, and I've watched Happy. I've heard people say 
that happy is the way preacher should have been. But I've heard people say they really like preacher. Can preacher, I? Preacher's out there as far like you know both comic books, JT. Yeah, yeah. So you can say if I say to you, preacher and happy are both an out there concept. Yeah. Whereas preacher is about a there's there's angels, there's vampires, there's all kinds of stuff in preacher. I've watched. There it. are. And then, then happy, there is an imaginary fucking unicorn that helps a super cop that used to be a guy who used to be a super cop find his daughter. Okay. Who's yep. been abducted. Yep. One of them's done really well. And one of them, dude, I love crazy shit. We just talked about independent horror. I love crazy stuff. Preacher, I, I actually just bowed out on because it wasn't, it just wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. I never read any of their comic book. In Happy, I watched every all eight episodes in a week. I'm, I I learned about the first Preacher uh, series in Wizard Magazine back in the late nineties, and, and it was incredible. It oh, was you a, mean the the, comic the, the books, series. right? So when I heard about Preacher being done on the TV screen, I was totally excited for it. The problem I have with all this stuff with is with cable. I, I don't, I, I cut off cable years ago and, uh, cause it's a rip off. It is. It's oh, an incredible is. rip off. And, well, um, I wish I, I could watch I, happy and I wish it, I could stream and watch it, but I've, I've heard mixed stuff Legend. about it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sorry. Preacher falls, falls prey to AMC's fucking Oh, like Walking Dead, where I was don't like, even get me started. Walking on that. Dead comes back tonight, by the way. Not to date the podcast. Walking Dead comes back tonight. Now, yeah, I haven't it. really. I've watched two episodes in this latest season. I don't so when I fuck. when I was out when I was no, out on my surgery, to. like because I I, I I read The Walking Dead before it got onto AMC. Oh yeah, and um, Walking Dead comics, fucking awesome. I loved it. Loved it. I actually sent you the uh, the the. Um, Combined the compendium, yeah, the compendium. Yeah, yeah I have both. I gave them to you, and because um, I, I recommended them. Ho- Did you read them, Chuck? I read all the first compendium. I had to stop because Sarah, my wife, uh, wanted me to stop in case I so that way I would stop saying so and so didn't die here. And so like, I can. Do you still watch the show? Yeah, I'm done watching the show. I got to the. I've, I'm to the point now where I've almost come full circle. Where there's so many haters of the show, yeah, that I'm I I love Negan. I just because I love oh yeah, him. Negan's awesome in the show. I don't get me wrong. Yep, I don't I love, hate that. And but actually, I'm just sick of the show, I love, man. I love Rick, but sometimes the places the show goes pisses me off. They drag their feet a lot. Oh, and, no, 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 no. That's an, that's an understatement. See, real quick, real quick, and I'm glad you guys brought that up because when shows like Legion, yeah, on FX, yep, and Happy. On Sci-Fi Channel, they don't drag their feet at fucking all. They don't. The entire first season of Happy is the first fucking ten issues of Happy. I'm telling you. So, yep. Anything you're thinking of right now happens, except for they change it for the TV series. So I guess where where I'm struggling is when when I was down for the count this summer, where I had three weeks off of work and I and I, I binge watched. The Walking I gave you, Dead. I gave you a couple. Did you watch like from episode one to yeah. current? Yeah, I, I got through, okay. I got through about four or five seasons. It's the perfect show to binge watch. Oh, it totally is. But and I'm sure you didn't feel that it dragged, did it? But my assessment was, if I was watching this from like week to week, or yep. s- or uh, like 
like season to season, I would be frustrated as hell because it dragged in some some of the parts of the seasons. Scott and Gimple's a piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. He's not. Listening He's no to this. longer the showrunner of, the, of, the, of it. No, no, no. There's a, there's a new person. He's yeah. like higher oh, up. Oh yeah, though. sure. Yeah, he got promoted. Is why. Yeah, he got fucking promoted. Let's do. You did such a good job of being promoted. It's not like he's gone. He's still there. Fuck him. You know what? There's a couple other shows I just want to talk about real quick. Because <laughs> That's I, just hilarious, I like, I like man. crazy. I just, I just love. Sorry to cut you off, but no, I love your hatred of that guy. I didn't live. I didn't put Walking Dead down as my crazy TV because Legion is a crazy TV show. Happy is a crazy TV show. Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency from the BBC. Is, I tried watching Dirk Gently, and it's too crazy. It, for it is myself. nuts. But the thing is, stick with Dirk Gently. It comes. It all comes back. Everything. Everything comes back. Did you watch American Gods all the way? I did. No, I never watched. I, I read, did. I read the book. I got uh, it, the it, book with you. The show doesn't the start. The show doesn't stop where the book stops. Really? The show. The show ends before the book ends. So the second season is still going to be the second oh, part of the. They're not the doing a second season. Well, Singer left because I heard Fuller. they're not. Oh, I, is it Fuller? It's Brian Fuller. Fuller. I heard they're not doing That's a second sad. season of American Gods because oh, really? it wasn't that big of a hit. I thought they were. But know. anyway, maybe they the are. Book um, was great. One show I really want to talk about, and that kind of goes right back to my independent horror roots, is Channel Zero. Again, on Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi doesn't give a fuck, by the way. I don't know when the fuck they decided that they're not just playing Firefly reruns and shit like that <laughs> in Star Trek. Because, it was when they changed their logo. Yeah. Well, now, like and that show, Happy, they they say fuck like three times an episode. This is regular. I wish I could watch. I wish I was watching. That uh, right Channel now. Zero which is an anthology series. It's usually about eight episodes a season. Yeah. Um, it's actually all about creepy pastas off the internet. Yeah. Um, creepy the fr- pastas. Yeah. The yeah, first one the was, internet. so it's a wrapped up. It's an anthology series. It's wrapped up in about eight episodes. The first one was candle cove, which was had the crazy fucking tooth boy. It was a boy made out of completely of teeth. Yeah. That took your teeth. Ew. It was fucked. No, it was fucked up. And the second one was no end house. Um, now the next one, this one we're watching currently is Butcher's Block. Um, they come out about every four months. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, the first two seasons were also produced by Don Mancini, which was the guy who uh, Child's Play. He created Child's Play. Yeah. Wrote, wrote Child's Play, the Chucky movies, and that kind of stuff. Channel Zero is an awesome fucking show on sci-fi. I love it. Um, a Taboo, which is a show I don't even know if it's coming back. It's, it was that so, just it was so, got released on like digital to buy. It was so weird. Did it really? It just came out with to Tom buy Hardy. With Tom yeah. Hardy, it was so weird. Off FX, right? I loved yeah. it. I fucking but like that I was out for like it. a while ago. Was, that was out a while ago, right? Yeah. It just I, come out for sale on digital now. It, it's taboo like, is, what? is it good? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. See, that's the problem I'm having. Well, right now, you like that, Tom Hardy, so no, I, I no. This, I've <laughs> only there's only two things I've ever seen Tom Hardy in. Dark Knight Rises and Taboo. <laughs> Have you seen Inception? Inception? Yeah, I saw him Inception. Okay. Is he the guy riding the, 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 the four-wheeler? I was, if you were going to say Dragon, I was going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Warrior? No. Or have you seen fucking Mad Max? Yeah, yeah, Max. yeah you're right. Great. Come on, <laughs> man. Max. I'm sorry, I did see that. Your accreditation has been lost. Ah, shit. Well, it's your fucking turn, man. <laughs> get, out of, get the fuck out of here. Ah! Okay, so uh, my turn? Yeah. Changing gears, so we had the TV show movie conversation, music time. Oh shit! I was, I was the quintessential expert in the Beastie Boys. Prove it. 
and Nine Inch Nails. I agree. I agree. Man. I agree. Yeah, dude, that was my thing, man. The Beastie Boys. Yeah, it dude. Started, it started all with um, "Check Your Head" back in the back in the early nineties. Check. You your had head. that poster on your door at Hell House yeah, for the I did. Time, man. And I wore a beanie just like my um, B. I'll be honest with you, I'm still jealous that you saw them in concert, man. Fuck you. You, you know what? Um, it was a lucky. It was a lucky thing because God rest his soul. I'm not filling you up. That he passed away, and now they're no more. Mike D didn't pass away. MCA passed away. I never said Mike D passed. I said Bob not. said it. I didn't say it. God damn it! You said it, you <laughs> fucking dolt. <laughs> so I, I also think it's worth mentioning that while through this pod, <laughs> through the podcast that we're going to do, where we're going to have top lists of video games and, and movies, movies and things like that. And, yeah. We also have a deep root in, in music, especially from the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. I don't know. Era. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like hardcore gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sit Metallica. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Amy. You have a Metallica tattoo. <laughs> so what really, what really easy inspired it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What Sorry. I guess really solidified it for me was back in 1998-99 when Hello Nasty came out uh, from the Beastie Boys. And I consider that to be the greatest album Dude, in the history of ever. Hello Nasty? Are you kidding me? I still want Intergalactic, right? For Intergalactic the for, for the, the children. children. <laughs> Dude. So that one girl stole it from me. Who? Heather Langenkamp. Your ex-girlfriend. That was Heather. Nasty. Yeah. Well, she I wasn't. Her, I wasn't gonna. That I wasn't gonna. From you? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna call her. I wasn't gonna name. We already any, dude. did. <laughs> dude, this was like 20 years ago. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I wasn't anyway. So yeah, but not that. But do you remember driving in the Bob Smack? Oh, I do. Every day Peanut to butter school, jelly. I would pick you up and we would play that fucking Beastie Boys Yeah, it was a wah, remix. Wah, so it was a And then that we were all like, all right, the song's over. The song's over. It and it would come back again. It would fade out and come back again. I'm going to look it up while you guys are on your topic. Actually. I love that song, man. Um, We're not on our topic yet, so keep going. Yeah, keep going with yours, man. Just I'll look it up. Keep going. So anyway, I, I guess long story short is that... No internet in the abandoned house. <laughs> For sale, by the way. Um, yeah, no, Hello Nasty came out. I became like the Beastie Boy white dude that loves rap music, but it's Beastie Boy rap music. And that was our first album that came out since Silk Communication, right? Yes, correct, correct. And I love the communication, but I guess no communication. Our our age, how our age worked out was we were in high school, and we had discovered I had discovered um, check your head first, and because you know you and then you we we discovered the Beastie Boys early stuff later. You were a Beastie Boys fan before I met you. Oh, I yeah, love dude. Beastie Boys. Love the Beastie Boys. Don't let me in with you. Their lyrics you were- are. Genius, you know. Good, but then, but then, so I guess for all three of us, music has been played a big part of our lives for sure. You know, and and I had, I kind of had the 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 white boy rap. You always kind of had the uh, Chuck. Always had the the punk. I'm not gonna say hardcore punk. Ska. Do you like ska? (laughs) (laughs) No, you you were into punk. I was. You yeah. were in the Beastie Boys and Nine Inch Nails. Yep. Nine Inch Hardcore. Nails. Hardcore. Hardcore nails, dude. You love the nails. I've been to three of their shows. You were so Metallica. Really? I've only seen them once. Nirvana. I love Metallica. I Metallica. love Nirvana. I like Mixed Metallica, too. 
I oh love uh and I like getting a mixed rib. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. You Fuck you. Home, yeah. Have another it. drink. <laughs> no, I I okay, here's me with music. Okay, here's me with music. I got into Metallica in like the late maybe like mid 90s when I first heard the Black album. Okay. And I don't know that's a rip on, or people are going to rip on me probably for saying that, but doom, I never, like, doom, early poser. Metallica, doom, I know, like, doom, early Metallica doom, wasn't my thing, but I just got into them doom, in the early 90s, doom, and sure. I loved them ever since, doom, and Paul, so, if you want to, if you want to put me with, like, a certain, uh, if you want to put me with, like, a certain musical genre, put 90s grunge, pick me as 90s grunge, right. I'll listen to anything, Yeah, man. so Allison Chains, 90s Soundgarden, grunge. Pearl Jam. Love Soundgarden, I love Pearl Jam, I love Nirvana, love Sublime. Did you see? Did I you see that Wrigley? I saw him at Wrigley. You know they're that. You know that movie they had, the documentary. Yeah. I was at that concert. They're playing again this year at Wrigley. They only made the. They only made that video because Bob was there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I got your song. I got your song for the BC Boys. But it's not the one you're talking about either. What is it? Hold on. We don't have licensing. No, this is going to break That's a bunch of laws <laughs> right now. You know what, though? MCA's dead. Maybe they don't care anymore. I don't oh, they know. Do. They well, I'm not going to play it. I'm, let <laughs> me look for it first. <laughs> they do. They'll see the shit out of you. Yeah, I know. No, man. Um, yeah, Beastie Boys. Actually, I always liked the Beastie Boys. I always associate the Beastie Boys with you, with Huey. You. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess we grew up. We rode around in my dad's car, the Black Bullet. <gasps> a cuckoo-puss. And we would put in a... Here we go. Yeah. It's Peter Butter Jelly Remix. It's not the name of it, though. Oh, okay, I got you. I got, got a hamster on the front. Yeah, it's classic, man. You know we're actually gonna pay a fee for this. <laughs> Are you gonna pay a fee for this? I'm not gonna. Hey, well, let well have, let is it on YouTube? Let it's it's on, on YouTube. I'm watching this on YouTube. On YouTube, oh, you, by YouTube, by YouTube. Thank you. Hold on, it's going. So we'll keep talking, talking. Keep so talking. We'll talk in the meantime, I will right? keep talking. We'll keep but talking. We used to meantime. ride around all day long listening to cassette tapes that I mixed. Your mixtapes of Beastie Boys. I remember there yeah. was a cut when it was like the and on the cool check it's. Uh, yeah, center stage, center stage on the, the mic. mic. You want to put it on wax? That's the new, the new style. style. You had a cut. You yeah, cut it. I cut it purposely. Like like the way it was. And there was another part of that. Yeah. But then it went on your tape. Though it went right to the right to the way. Yeah. Two on one. When I'm on the mic, the suckers run. It's that baby. Remember the baby? Yeah. Why would you every do? morning on we the way to high to school, every man. Morning you, every morning in high school. Every morning. Why? It's coming. The part's coming up. It's we a good weird. cruising song. We You'll hear weird, it. It's man. like. Here we go. I think this is it. No, it isn't. No, it takes longer than Does that. it take yeah, longer than that? It does. I haven't listened to this song. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> every morning on the way to high school, we'd listen to this. Yep. Every morning, man. In the Bob Smack. Yep. But we all wow, have a, wow. we all have a piece of that, yeah. Yeah, that song, man, I love that song. I play that song just to think about you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I love that song. But like that one part in it, like there was like the baby's really annoying, crying and stuff. You're like, we listen to that every morning. Every morning, dude. The Bob Smack, right? Do you remember we got pulled over? In the, in the before school, and the cops wanted to know if you had weed on you. No, that was uh, that was at that was at Star of Rock that one. No, time. no, no, no. We we were in front of the school. It was in your Bob Smack. It was in whatever 
piece of shit you were driving you bought from Sandy. That was the Bob Smack, <laughs> man. That was the Bob Smack. So yeah, we were sitting That was in, the original Bob Smack. We were sitting in front of school listening to music and uh a, a, like an unmarked squad car pulled up next to your vehicle and asked you if you had weed on you. Did I say no? <laughs> no, you I, did. Honestly, you did. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you just got to smoke a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I remember. Uh, I remember. The only thing I remember about with you and the Bob Smack, besides yeah. this song. Yeah. I remember one day. I dropped you off at your house. Yeah. I'm leaving your house, going to my house on Illinois Street, which okay. was like maybe a couple blocks Yeah, away. it was like three blocks. I blew a tire. One of my tires just blew up. Okay. Just blew. Yep. Right? Right. I'm sitting there. I pulled over to the side of the road. I'm sitting there looking at the car like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? This old woman pulls up. She's like, eyes wide. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why? She, what happened? It sounded like a gunshot. I'm like, oh, it was my tire blew up. She's like, are you, I'm, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. My buddy lives right down there. You can go ahead. Oh, I remember. Go. Wait, I remember this because you came to my house. I came back to yes. your house after I, I dropped you this. off. I remember this, yes. I'm like, yeah, that old lady just heard my tire blow up. She thought it was a gunshot. It wasn't. Which <laughs> might have been actually in <laughs> Who knows? That's the only thing I remember. That Beastie Boys song and that particular time. <laughs> So yeah, the whole I guess the whole reason why I premised the whole music. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, that was, was nice push again. You are a disgusting person. Yeah, Bob. The whole reason why I, I prompted the uh, the music discussion is because while I am the Beastie Boys slash Nine Inch Nails purveyor of music, you guys you guys have pushed music a lot more than I have. Are you gonna throw We're up? all over the place no, with music. I, I actually did write down obscure music. Oh, of course I, it's obscure. I, <laughs> I go on. I tend to do that. You listen to... <laughs> what? You listen to like Kenyan music, don't you? No, I don't. Oh. That's Enya? Not did you say Enya? Ken- <laughs> he said Kenyan, I think. Enya. Like Kenyan. I think he said Enya. No, he said Kenyan. I said Kenyan. What the f- What is exactly. Kenyan music? It's obscure. <laughs> Bob, what's what's the what's the last thing you want to talk about? Yeah. What do we need to know about you, buddy? So since Huey already talked about music, I was gonna bring up music, but I'm not gonna now because Huey already talked about it. Fuck you. you anyway, well, we already talked about video games. Too, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My next one is not associated with nerds and popular culture nerds. This one is about sports. <laughs> I love sports. What particularly? Baseball is my sport of choice, man. Fair. And I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan. Me and too. 2016 was probably one of the best years of my life. Mine too. And you will never have it back. I won't because no. I got married that year. And also the Cubs won the World yeah. Series in 108 years. Yeah, I remember making the girl doing the speech for the maid of honor. Making her tell everybody in the room what the score was. It was Kyle Hendricks pitching. Oh, yeah. That's because the, the day of my that. wedding was what? Uh, NLCS? Two. Two. It, was, it was game two. Game two is NLCS, two. right? Yeah. 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 No, it was NLDS. Weren't they playing the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, okay. Okay, DS, sorry. DS. But yeah, I love I love sports, but like mainly bas- baseball. Mainly Can I make the statement that a lot of times guys that are guys or gals that are mm-hmm. totally into comic books or movies or games. really dorky th- stuff are labeled nerds, but the sports genre, that's some nerdy shit, man. 
like stats and can be. it can be yeah you know, i'm not like, a huge how stats come there's guy a stigma, how come there was a stigma growing up around knowing the silver surfer or but it wouldn't be a stigma if you knew the uh the stats for the 1978 indiana pacers it's because the guy who knew the stats for the 78 indiana pacers really? were they even around in 78 the, the 78 I, I indiana pacers or how about the 98 yankees uh that guy who knows those stats is probably six two two hundred and no he's pounds. not he's He's 240 then, pounds. He's fat. He drinks a bunch of beer every day. Yeah. But then, they, but then, the, guy, then the guy who knows, what did you say about the Silver Surfer? Yeah. The, the guy who knows about the Silver Surfer is 5'4". He's 120 pounds 98, wet. 98 pounds. <laughs> okay. Like, so it, I know a shit ton about the Silver Surfer, and I'm 6'3", 250. No, you are. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what actually is pretty unique about the three of us is that I, I love baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport. And football, I love football yeah. too. And I love basketball. I love, I like sports. And um, I'm, I'm not a huge numbers guy, but I'm a numbers guy too. But I love, also love horror movies and comic books and so, video yeah. games and movies <clears throat> about video games. No, so no like wait, wait, shut up a second. Quiet. Not you. movies about video games. Movies about comic books. I didn't mean that. Gotcha. God, I just lost all. Anyway, with my up, DC, let's go. Can I finish? Yeah. Anyway, kind of with sports like. My top two teams with sports would probably be the Cubs and the Bears because, you know what, I didn't really have a choice at picking them as my favorite teams. I was born into it. And you can't change it. You can't. When, you I, can't. Was, when I was 11 years old, a uh, cool story for you. When I was 11 years old, uh, my grandfather, Gabby, was a big Chicago um, bookie. He was a bookie. So he had some connections. And when I was 11 years old – for my birthday in August, he called into uh, uh, the, the radio, WGN radio, when the Cubs were being broadcasted and had Harry Carey announce that it was my birthday. Aww. It was incredibly awesome. Did it, that's awesome, dude. It you was have like awesome. A- I wish I had a recording. and There's Aww, no way I did. That would be awesome. But I remember he called me up and he said, listen to the game today. So I was outside playing in the backyard, listening to the game on the radio, and Harry Carey said, "Oh, it's JT's birthday today. Happy 11th!" And it was Dude, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. one of my great memories as a kid is when I went to the Cubs game, watching Harry Carey hang out the window, singing the seventh. Oh, sure, stretch. yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Absolutely, I loved it, man. When I was like my first Cubs game I ever went to, it lasted like I want to say seventeen to twenty innings. The first game I ever went to, and they lost, Christ. obviously. But, like, wow. I think Mark Grace or Ryan Sandberg, one of them, hit a home run in the ninth to tie My it. favorite player ever. To put it into extras. It wasn't that that game, the the Bruce Suter game, right? Where This was in, like, where, uh, where Sandberg just kept hitting home no, runs. No, no, no. It wasn't the Sandberg game. It wasn't the Sandberg game. This was, this was like, when I was in the 90s. Sandberg game was in the 80s, I think. Right? Late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah, it was, my first Sandberg. Cubs game wasn't until the 90s, man. But uh, so it would have been when Sandberg came back. I don't know. I think Mark Grace was the one that hit the home run to tie the game to put it into extras. But like, it was awesome. It was a cool game. But I remember. I miss anyway, Mark Grace. I do miss Mark Grace. I miss Rhino. Anyway, he's drunk a lot. So <laughs> I was born a Cubs and Bears fans. Yep. Um, Bulls too. It's better, in my opinion, than being a St. Louis Cardinals or a Green Bay Packer fan. I. You know, fucking hate those the- fucking dolts are fucking. Hey, yo, I got some cheese here. Well, uh, we just nope. lost about a thousand. Nope. Fans. Uh, you know Sorry. what? Here's my thing. I can't stand those guys. You've 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 heard you've heard this before that 
when it comes to the Bears and the Green Bay Packers, I really don't give a shit. Like, it, yep, are they the rivals of the Bears? Sure they are. Um, sure. But the Green Bay Packers have laid the smack, uh, laid it down on the fucking Bears for the last 10 years or so. Yeah, shit, for longer than that, man. Yeah, they no, have. It's not because in the eighties the fucking Packers were goddamn terrible. Okay, well as soon as the, as soon as the Packers picked up Brett Favre, then it was Bears domination and since then. You mean Packers? Packers. That's domination. what I meant. Bears domin or Bears Packers domination of the Bears, <laughs> even with fucking. But here's like my thing, Aaron Rodgers. If I had to, if I had to today, if someone said, okay, well you have to be either a Packers fan or you have to be a St. Louis Cardinals fan, I'd be a Packers fan because I hate the St. Louis Cardinals more than anything in this entire fucking world. <coughs> I, I can't stand the Packers and I cannot stand the Green Bay Pack or the Cardinals fans. Fans. I hate the Cardinals team. I don't give a shit about their fans. Oh, come on, man. Those fans. Don't you know any of those fans? I like Turtles. I know, I know. You, you're even related to some of those fans. Yeah, but those fans, those fans shut the fuck up after 2016. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they did. Okay. They did. They did shut up in 2016. But those 30 years that we lived before then, I bought. Dog think food. about that. I bought dog food yesterday. I have a red hat. I had a red hat on. It was backwards. And I had the MLB logo in the front. So you couldn't see what it was. Yeah. The kid at the, the counter looks at me and goes, is that a Cardinals hat or a Cubs hat? And I said, it's a Cubs hat. This was yesterday. And he goes, oh, too bad. Go Redbirds. And I just looked at him. You know what? It, you know what? Just when he said, go Redbirds, you know what I did? I just looked at him and smiled and like, mm. <laughs> it doesn't even matter because I know you're going to be bad this year <laughs> again, just like we, just like the Cubs have been for so long until this whole new regime came in and we have young players and we're good. And I don't give a fuck about any of you because you are not the problem. We're going to make it to the NLCS again. <laughs> For the fourth year in a row. For the fourth year in a row. We might make it to the World Series again. I don't give a fuck about the Cardinals. I don't anyway, care. Anyway. Uh, but I hate them. Like, I hate that team. They're always... They're so always, on that same note... Players. That was intense. I really don't... I love baseball. I love baseball. I like football. Sorry. The Bears have dwindled down in, over the years. I don't want to get into that discussion because that would go on for a whole podcast. I don't really get into hockey. Never have. Oh. I never have. I don't want to say I never will, but I never got into hockey. I would. Hey, if hold you on. didn't get into it when the Hawks won fucking three Stanley exactly. Cups in five years, I could care less. Yeah, get into it. I was not a hot Hawks hater. I was like, oh, they're from See, Chicago. Fucking root. I was them. a Come Hawks on. fan Come before on. they got hot because exactly. my sister worked there, and I, exactly. I went to games every day. I was a Hawks fan. But the other sport, the other major sport in Chicago, or the other major sport ever, is basketball. I, okay, I'll put myself on there. I was like a, I don't want to say a bandwagon, but like in the late 80s to probably about the early 2000s, I was a fan. And that was because of Michael Jordan. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's if tons you, of it, stories about If that. you didn't live in Illinois, you hated Michael Jordan. But if you did, you loved Michael Jordan because yeah. he was the best ever and he made everybody awesome. And yeah. it was fun watching him. Yeah. But now, I have a shrine. I can care less about basketball. I could care less. There's nothing in it that really draws me to too often. I, I don't really watch it too often, but I still follow it. I, still I follow too. it. I follow the Bulls. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But like, I I don't not Lori, as not as much as I used to. Lori Markinen and Chris Dunn and Zach Levine. And yeah, I know. No, they're gonna be. Yeah, I know. I know. Good. I hear you, but I just it's not like it was in the '90s because you had the greatest player of all time. It'd probably be kind of comparable to if you were a Patriots fan now, with Tom Brady. 
Like, he's the greatest quarterback. We had the greatest MVP. You mean 10 years from now? Well, yeah. Well, no, I'm like write this the down. Bulls with the Patriots. Anyway, I don't know. I'm a little drunk. You are. But Michael Jordan was the reason so why I, I, I watched basketball. I think it's safe to say that between sports, um, comic books, movies, music, video games, that we are just nerdy as nerdy can be. You know what? And, and for my... I'm going to go all over the place in this next one. You know what? I, I want to talk about... I also... About hold on. I also get into CB radio. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got the ham radio thing. <laughs> the ham radio. It's a bitch. <laughs> you step on a bullfrog? What's going Dude, on? Dude, what the fuck? Why is there that so many bullfrogs in your house? That was disgusting. You are a disgusting person. <laughs> My God, <laughs> man! What is making you fart like that? Okay, hold on. In the history that we've been friends, which is twenty plus years, I don't think I've heard 20? you fart. 20? I don't. I don't think I've heard you fart in a single setting as many times as you have today. How much of this broccoli have you been eating? Seriously, a whole bunch. <laughs> You eating this broccoli and cheese, and you're just shitting your drawers over there. <laughs> I think you left it's street clean. marks on my chair, man. Oh, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was a. It started to. It started on fire at oh one point. Oh my god! It's, I rubbed it out. <laughs> you I, rubbed, I, bet you, <laughs> I bet you did. You fucking. Do you need one of those wipes they got? <laughs> no. All right, continue what you're talking about. I'm just gonna you're for disgusting. the last just just fucking throw it all over the place. Uh, I, I I like. Uh, Books, and then I, I like I like I, I like I, books. <laughs> coming from the guy who fucking shares my Audible account. Yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Ready Player One. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Ready Player One's being made into a movie. It'll be here pretty soon. And um, we read that book what two years ago, three. Yeah, years hold ago? on, hold on. Speaking of Ready Player One, I was reading an article about that movie. Okay. About how they're wasting the nostalgia factor with that movie. Did you read the same article no, I'm talking about? No, I've been telling you that I don't like seeing trailers of this shit. And you, but, you, but hold on, though. That's you, though, because you've read the book. You twice. know, Okay, you've read the book twice. You know how everything goes. Someone who's never read the book, that nostalgia factor is going to bring them in to watch the movie. But they really haven't, in the trailer, they really haven't explained I, what's I going do, on. I do have the feeling, though, that what they're showing is not nearly what you're going to see. Exactly. In that film. And that's what keeps pissing me. Oh, yeah. Speaking that's actually it, what I'm hoping for. It's because it's, it's a Spielberg movie, it man. It makes me so mad. I'm like, I get it. Like, in the book, Ready Player One, if you've read it, like, there is some obscure references to some old oh, Capcom totally. games. Yeah. Some, like, Gundam shit and it, stuff it, like a lot that. Of, a lot of um, tabletop desk games. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's yeah. St- but, like, when he gets, like, his... His his mech at the end when he goes after yep. um what's his face fucking dude yep. from no yeah, yeah I'm with you he goes after the at the very end he doesn't have a mech that he doesn't have the Iron Giant he has a different mech it's like the Tiger like Man an anime yeah it oh yeah I, for, I forget about it but, I was but they, about. they change that kind of stuff and I'm fine with that but they're changing they change that kind of stuff just to more recognizable exactly thing. well the exactly. other th- the other piece too is that if you look at the trailers a lot of the what's in the trailer is stuff that is licensed by Spielberg you know what I mean Iron Giant and um Jurassic Park is Iron Giant Spielberg yeah yeah no I think it is but that's that's the thing well, so Spielberg's is Spielberg's directing the movie 
Yeah. And a lot of his pop culture is in the trailers. That was in the book. But I guarantee you a lot of what's in the book can't be licensed easily. You're talking about some obscure anime shit from Japan from like the 80s, man. You know? Are you saying it can't be licensed easily or can? I I don't know how a lot of that works. but Yeah, but it's... Well, as I say, I mean, some Spielberg, of stuff is Spielberg's obscure. got a lot of pull. If Ultraman shows he up, I'll does. Be he does. He does have a lot of pull, but at the same time, if you've read that book, the amount of I pop have. culture yes. and, and nerdy stuff in there is that so is awesome. deep and extensive that there's no way you can realistically license all of that stuff for a movie. There's yeah. copyright shit going on yeah. with that, man. You know? That's probably why they change it, be, so also to make it more recognizable. I like people. books. That's the other piece too. Is is that a lot of people won't recognize a lot of the anime shit that no. was involved? No, with that's why they fucking change. They to have the to Iron put, Giant. Yeah, exactly. and they like change. That. They change like certain characters to be bigger parts than they were in the book, right? With yeah. like the T.J. Yeah, Miller character yep. and everything. Well, the T.J. Miller, yep, because he's hardly a we fucking should really, on the radar. In that we movie. should really do an after the uh, after the well, movie when that comes out. That hey, March, uh, speaking of that, are we all gonna go see that movie together? I would we like should. to. I don't know. I would we like should. to. I would like to. just throw that out there. Well, I would I, like to. Oh, I know. I've, I've read that thing twice. I only read it once. My kid but. wants to see it too. One of my kids. Let's have a dude's day. Take Noah bro days. Bro days. Dude's day with Noah. Anyway, I like I like books and I like audio books more or less because my job entitles me to read a lot of audio books and actually read. Oh, long fucking series of books because uh, we yeah, we did the Dark Tower, we did the entire and you Dark did, Tower Huey? series, yeah, Dark Tower oh. series. Um, which when well, we were extremely disappointed yeah. in the f- mother fucking movie, um, Red Rising. This is better. Pierce brought by Pierce Brown. Uh, Dark Tower is by Stephen King. If you haven't seen, love that. Red Rising. Or, Ready Player One, Armada. Uh, those are both uh, Ernest Klein. You know, I have uh, high. I want to put this out there. I have high expectations for Ready Player One, the movie. Me being a movie guy, it being a Spielberg film, but I have high expectations. From us for being it. destroyed by The Dark Tower, which was produced oh. by Ron Howard and a Stephen King movie. But then it came out right it was after good. it. We had to drink vodka straight to get through that. You we remember did. Remember that? We were laughing. You guys sat through the whole Dark Tower? It started at seven nineteen. We were doing shots at oh, like seven twenty five. Yeah, we were done. Yeah, it was brutal. I fell asleep in that movie and you know what? I watched the first probably like twenty five minutes and I have no It's not an indictment. No inclination to go watch the rest and of it. And you know what? And it's not an indictment on Idris Alba playing not Roland at all. Or, or Matthew not McConaughey at all. playing Man in Black. Not at all. No. Nope. They were fine. They were fine. It's a bad movie. It's just cut horribly. Didn't give you the heart and soul of those no. characters. Uh, and you the know, Dark Tower was a journey, man. Like, so it was like, a straight okay. up marathon of a journey. Yeah, we could talk I about got a Dark question Tower for now? you two book nerds. Book nerds, yeah. All right. How hard is it to capture a book and put it into a movie? It's insanely hard. It's insanely hard, right? A ton of it's it is like, cerebral, man. But, yeah. like, it depends Biggest on the book. Is it, doesn't it depend on the book? Mm. Biggest example. No. I went and saw the animated version with Mark Hamill, The Killing Joke. Okay. I didn't see that. I went and saw I have, it I have in the Chicago, right? I introduced The Killing Joke to our little group of friends years ago when Actually, it came out. Actually, you didn't get it to me. I, I, for some reason, had it already. Okay, you're, you're an important person. Now. I am. Right? Fuck you're you. Important. So, okay. I, I went and saw it. It was cool, but it did not capture. You can't capture the cerebral, like, emotion of a graphic novel on the big screen. It's, okay. a, it's a different medium, you know? Okay. 
in the Dark Tower, if you're trying to compress two decades worth of writing into a, in 1978 into an out one hour and 90 minute movie you're finished, going to fail finished in the mid 2000s you're going to fail he had wrote um so many books in that in that time it was just hard uh, no my thing with books is when an author goes out to set up a book they they don't say well you have to be able to read this in five hours they say you know do what you need to do and we'll read it whatever what is that? What does that he say? He said that Guinness tastes so good. Oh, dude, the Why Guinness. Why just fucking say that? Give me a Guinness. I didn't want to like uh, stop the podcast, mm. but now we're gonna stop the podcast. Hey, you know what? The Bo Chewy Podcast here is brought to you by Guinness. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. But we it's just not. love Guinness. Do not. It tastes really Guinness. good. So anyway, hold on, hold on. Okay, whoa, so. Whoa. Chuck. So my third and final top okay. three about me was sports, yep. and then we're going to pass books. it on to Chuck. I'm just going to go all over the place. I'm talking about books. Books. But when it comes to books change to movies, movies have to be within that range, unless it's like Lord of the Rings or some shit like that, where it's it's going to be an hour and a half to two hours, maybe two hours, okay. ten minutes long. So you have to compress, especially if it's a series of books. If that first book is 700 pages. You have to compress yeah. 700 pages. Yeah, it's, it just doesn't work. And they use that 700 pages to make you feel for those characters, main characters, side characters, these characters, yep. that character's yep. plot. And then they have to take that and make it, maybe at most, two and a half hours long, which even then, people are looking at it and saying, oh, God damn, that movie's two and a half hours long? Yep. Okay, though. And then that make you care about it? Like, But when you're reading a book, you don't think that way. You don't think of it as an Correct. hour. You just think of it as you're just trying. You're just getting Correct. through the book. Well, Correct. with a book, okay, I'll throw this out there. With uh, I read the, I've read all the Harry Potter books, and those far outweigh... Fuck you. Those far outweigh the movies. The movies are good. The books no, are phenomenal. I, I, will t- I will tell you this. And it does not... Like, the fifth Harry Potter book is like over a thousand pages, and it reads it like it doesn't feel like it's a. I will tell pages. you this: coming from a guy okay. who who my daughter is a huge, my kids are huge Harry Potter movie fans. Read the books, I love we Harry went, Potter. We went to Universal Studios. The I whole I'm so freaking, jelly of that. Oh, it's so amazing! I'm so there. jelly, so amazing there. I will agree with you. It doesn't not capture the spirit of the books, but it is still freaking cool. It was okay, cool. it was cool. It was real cool. It was so cool. I bet. You can I, buy you can buy magic wands. Oh, it was that, so the interact, oh, I made the, the water move. <laughs> yes. It was so amazing. <laughs> Hold on, let me orgasm. Oh, at, okay. At the wand store. I'm just saying like so the dark tower takes you know seven books. To and, and and you know what? There's like Song of Susanna. But like, how many how many Song of decades? Susanna was a short, yeah, it was shorter a, a book. Short, yeah. How many years did the Dark Tower span? Seventy eight between seventy eight and two thousand five. Okay, okay. And how many books did he write in between then? Exactly. I mean, basically, if you think of Stephen King, any book that you can think well, of. Speaking of Stephen King, hold on, I'll throw time. this out there with book adaptation to movie. The I read this book and the movie is to the T, pretty much exactly like it, and that's the Green Mile. And that was written by Stephen King. Never seen that movie or read. That what about movie? the Shawshank Redemption? Oh my God! You have not Neither seen one. or Neither read the, the Green Mile. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously, hundred percent serious. Oh my God, dude! I've read probably really? like eight. That Stephen is King books. Michael Clark Duncan. God rest his soul. <laughs> Kingpin, motherfucker. That is his probably best movie in my opinion. Tom Hanks is phenomenal. Sam Rockwell is top notch in that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Great. Okay, Chuck, your your task is to watch that movie. No. 
there, there, by the way, for the future listeners, read the podcast, book first. Then there is tons of mainstream movies that Chuck refuses to watch. Right? Hold on, refuses. Napoleon Dynamite. He Come refuses. on, dude. Do you want to hear my Napoleon Dynamite argument? Quickly, quickly. Back in the day, Elvis Costello would go to other would go to places. This isn't uncommon of any band to go to places and use a different name and try out new material. They try out okay. new songs. He tried out his one of his working title names for his band was Napoleon Dynamite. Jay Roach, who eventually did Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, which I have seen Nacho Libre. Um, he claims that he never stole that from Elvis Costello. He never stole the name Napoleon Dynamite. No, wait, shut up. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> he said he found it from old in some old Italy, whatever town in Chicago or someplace like that. Okay. Uh, and he said he found it was an old Italian guy. His name was Napoleon Dynamite. He, that's where he got the inspiration from the character and the, the name for the character. He's full of shit. That okay, that, okay, like, hold like on. Back in like 1984, when Napoleon or Napoleon Dynamite, Elvis Costello is using that. Like, just just shut the fuck up and say the truth. Okay, like you didn't. Okay, hold on. Be that as it may, whatever the fuck happened there, why haven't you watched that movie yet? I've because watched. Huey, have you? Hold on, have Huey? Have you seen that movie multiple times? Uncle Rico, multiple times. Kip. All the Fonda. I can throw this. Come on, dude. I can throw this ball over the mountain, <laughs> dude. So you even that know, movie? You even know that movie's the awesome. pop culture lingo and never watch that movie. That's because I saw the first 35, 40 minutes and I was too drunk to stay awake. Oh, that would do. And it. Then I stopped. That would do it. Been there. Been there. I never went back. I love. I love to point that. You know, there's been I don't know how many movies there. I couldn't even tell you. I don't even know exactly the names of them. I might have to talk with Chuck about it. But like, there's been so many movies. I've been like, have you seen this? No. What? Every time, every time, man. I know I lose, I lose points. So let me see. No, I don't want to say you lose points, but like, no, it's because I, Napoleon Dynamite. I don't want to say just that specific movie, but that was like such a big like cultural land, cultural what? movie, cultural exactly. Movie. Milestone. It was, it was, it was milestone. a different type of movie for the time when it came out. It was. It should not have been as popular as it was. So Chuck and is a piece of shit. We get it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and as well, I didn't know you. Whoa. I have never knew. I never knew you never saw the Green Mile, so that drops you down a notch, because the Green Mile was fucking awesome. And that okay, hold on. That has been the only movie book combo can, that has been comparable. I can blow your mind again. A, I read the book; it was awesome. I read the movie, or I watched the movie; it was awesome. They didn't cut anything out from either one, or add anything in from either okay. one that was different from either one. Yeah, awesome. Have you read the Green Mile? Yes. No. You, I have. You read the Green you Mile? Read the Green Mile? Yeah, I've read it. I've never seen all of the Shawshank Redemption either. Uh, what? Hold on hold on hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Huey. Hold on, Huey. Huey, Huey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to beat your ass. Huey, Huey, hold on. What? Another one. What? The Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to beat your not, ass. Had it not gone up against Forrest Gump, it would have been one brain. of the... You know what? It's even better than Forrest Gump. It is. I hate you. It God. is, dude. There is a term again for that movie. It's like I got Shawshanked by this movie. Come on. Yeah, it's because you keep watching it because you got on TV. Is on TV. Your credibility is gone. No, your credibility, dude. Your credibility. Yeah, hold on. You your credibility is like it started the day at fifty. Your credibility is like a twenty. When it comes right to the, now. when it comes to the Shawshank Redemption, it's <laughs> that I've watched parts of it on TV. I've gotten Who Shawshanked hasn't? by Who the Shawshank hasn't? Redemption. 
but I've never watched it from beginning to end. You know what? I've never, I've never, I've never seen the Green Mile in any capacity. Chuck, I honestly will give you that because here's why. The only time I've watched that movie from beginning to end was on cable TV. Never purchased it, never owned it. Never went out of my way to go watch it. It was always on TBS. That's because on a as, Saturday night. Like so wait, as on. much as people fucking sit there and talk about the Shawshank Redemption, it was a fucking flop. So wait, hold on again. It didn't make You've any never fucking, seen an unedited version of Shawshank. It, it, it didn't make any fucking money. It no, didn't. it didn't. It was a fucking flop. Look it up. It I, just, I'm not saying that. And that's and it's on cable all the time. It was okay. critically. It was critically hailed, but it was not. Something that like was a mainstream fucking thing. It wasn't. Thing. It wasn't. It wasn't. And then it became one, and I fucking missed it. Hey, I missed hold it. on. If you ever want to borrow it, I own it. I, I watch it. <laughs> You're the you movie guy. You're the movie. I guy. love Shawshank Redemption. I'll go dude. home and turn on TBS, and it'll be on. <laughs> that, okay, Shawshank Redemption is a three-hour movie that feels like it's an hour and a half. Can we can we stop the podcast? So Andy Dufresne. I know all the shit. He's got the fucking poster. Dude, the Paul, Shawshank Redemption is great, I'm, but like. That moves us on to the next uh, person who's, no, who's going next. because I didn't talk about the other books I like. Real oh, quick. oh, wait, wait. Hold like, on. Yeah, okay. We're still going with the books. shut up real quick. I'll just start. Real. I love the Red Rising trilogy, oh, which is now I a quadrilogy by Pierce Brown. God, um, so good. I'm a big fan of Doro. those books. John Dies at the End uh, by David Wong. All the David Wong books have been good so far. It's a trilogy, yeah. too, where it's uh, John Dies at the End is the name of the first book. And then oh, this, what was the Tuxedos? That was a di- fancy that was a book off of that, though. Lo- but it was a good. It was another good. It book It was by called the uh, Fancy Suit. Ex- oh shit! It was uh, something violence and fancy suits. Superistic violence and fancy superistic, suits. Superistic. Nah, it wasn't superistic. Like right? Futuristic. <laughs> futuristic. Futuristic violence yeah. and fancy Great suits. Great book. That was good. Along with this book is full of spiders, which is the second book. And good then book. how about the first book, which is John dies at the end, and then the third book in that trilogy, which is what? So the hell? hold on. That I just read. Why? Tell me why you like these books. They are out there. They are nuts. Um, they're fun. They're fun narratives. Um, Red Rising is a dystopian like yeah, quadrilogy. Like dystopian. Yeah, um, it's... about the future of the human race after they colon- start evolved. colonizing other yeah, planets. Yeah. Have you ever read any like 1984? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. actually, Red Rising is a lot like that. Do you dream of electric sheep? You ever read that book? Well, that's yeah. Blade Runner. I know. Have you ever read it though? Philip K. Dick. Yes. No. Yeah, I okay. did. Because it's too short. I had to read it in college, but like, it's a fucked up book. No, I've read them. It's pretty good. Um, I love those books. Uh, I I do uh, uh, Nosferatu. Like what? I like Joe Hill books. You're what? Okay. Which is to a lot of Stephen King. Stephen and King. Son Joe Hill. What would say? Stephen what King. would you say? You're like. I'm gonna okay. So I, I'm with movies. I'm action comedy. What would you say your uh, genre would be for books? For an for my genre? For just for you personally? What do you look for when you go to read a new book? Say you don't know anything about a book. You just actually, uh, it's probably sci-fi fantasy. Okay. And but like lately, I've read two books. They're nonfiction. Uh, one by Walt Williams, and uh, one by um shit. What the hell? Pull up your I, I got it right here. Uh, Jason Schreier. Uh, both about the making of video games. How to make the one. I'm in the is, middle of the one right now. I read that one book, uh, Console Wars. Yeah, I, like that's, that? Blake Wars. That's, that's, that's Blake J. Harris. That's Blake J. Harris. But that's about Sega and Nintendo. This, these ones, these last two I wrote, read or just in the last week was Blood, Sweat, and Pixels and Significant Zero. Um, hey, what was the series that we read? The Drawing of Three and... 
That's, that's, I'm, a, I'm, no, that's no, a dark no, no, tower. No, I'm sorry. Shit. No. Three? The, yeah. It's three and then fall of... Yeah, that's that's James Posey. Or Jay yeah, Posey. Yeah, yeah, Posey. Okay. That's that's three and then... Yeah, there was a trilogy there. And those, those were okay. That's still dystopian sci-fi. It was... Uh, yeah, it is. It was three and then Morningside Fall, then Dawnbreaker. Thank you. And it was uh, Jay Posey. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like... Nonfiction, but I do like sci-fi fiction. And I do like horror too. I've, of course, like if you can think of a sci, or but like like a horror famous, book. Yeah, okay. if you can think of a Stephen King okay. kind of book, like I, that I've probably read it. Okay, like you know what I mean. I I have read Misery. I've I'm read just trying to I'm just trying to gauge like what your what your knowledge base is on books. There's, there's you know what you there. what you're interested in reading. Sci-fi kind of stuff. Yeah, because me, I like for books with me personally. I like like nonfiction. I do like that. I like nonfiction. No, I do too. Me too. I my, also, I, but my, me personally, like if we were to round it out, like I grew up listening with or uh, reading a shit ton of Star Wars. Oh, fiction. all those novels, yeah, oh, the extended universe a kind of thing. A lot of it. The stuff that was canon but turned to non-canon. Oh, yeah. When yeah. Disney yeah. bought a ton it, ton of it, yeah. But I have, I have, I have nonfiction books too, like Leah Remini. You know, I have like a, I love I have that a book. Crazy fascination with Scientology. Yeah, you do. I do. I have a. Crazy I like. I, I bought. I got. I'm like almost there. The same as you, but maybe about halfway. Devil in the White City. You read I love that, that, book, that book, man. I love that's, that's that book. That's a great book. That's one of my favorite books. Uh, and it's all about Chicago and the World's Fair and all that Almost kind of like stuff. Almost like 1800s, really cool. right? 1893 yeah. or something. They invented the Ferris wheel. Yeah. I mean, that was really cool. My favorite, my favorite nonfiction book is uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I never read that. Oh, man. You know what? I read. I watched the movie. Never seen fucking hated the movie because it was just all about drugs. I'm like, oh, this is whatever. Read the book. Realized it was all true. The movie is pretty much what the book is. And it's like, holy shit, those two guys consumed that many drugs and still lived? Okay. One of the things that helped me okay. survive my deployment to Iraq was you gave me the autobiography of Bruce Campbell. That's another one of my, that's like my number two favorite book, yeah. man. I've, I've read if that. If Chins Could Kill by Bruce Campbell, that's a great that. book. You read gave that, that to times. me before I deployed really? to overseas, and I read the shit out of it. I didn't know that was that had such a big effect on you, man. And yeah, dude, I loved every single of it. He didn't know that I gave it to you. But that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. I, I, I just made that up because I can't find mine. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did give you that copy. Uh, you I think I, 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 you know what? It's, you are true because I gave that to you. And then I remember when I went to college, I bought another copy because yeah. I love that book. There you yeah. go. I still have it. And yeah. they, when the book copy, the second copy I bought in college was like an added on. They had like more chapters what? added on at the end. There's oh, more? yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. Did you ever get the digital? Did you ever get the audible? The audio no, book? No, I never did. You should buy it. It's, going to it's added on. They add okay. on more to it. Fair enough. It's a good book. I like books. Oh, oh so don't yeah. Vape pen. That's your uh, douche. That's the, rest the of next my book. one with the books. Just, so I then just, it turns to Huey. So to close it out. Closing it out. Huey to close it I, out. I, I would say I, I would say we all share yeah, we all share music, video games. You know, I think some of us had specially specialities, I guess. You you're yeah. you're like horror genre. <laughs> Chuck is horror genre. I'm comic books, your movies, Bob's movies. Um we all share a love of like Star Wars. I love Star Wars, man. Um, yeah. We all share a love here, of here. movies and music. 
The Simpsons, man. Oh God, we Simpsons didn't even get started. Probably. We didn't even Simpsons. get started in that. I, I wrote it down here, no. like si- like episode, like seasons two. Well, we each, one through like one 12. Through Hold nine, on though, we 12, each have yeah. our own. We each have our own specialty in t- television. In television, like your yeah. Simpsons, Chuck. I would say any question with Simpsons related early, sh- like. Half the, sure. half the running. Now it's early. Like, you think now, like, dude, they're on season, like, 31. They're on season, like, I 24, know. I think. 25. No. It's insane. It's 30. It's in the 30s? It's yes. Insane, yeah. It's in yes. the 30s? It's yes. Awesome. Anyway, anyway, so, like, Simpsons questions or anything yep. like that, we go to Chuck. Yep. Seinfeld, you come to me. Absolutely. Kirby Enthusiasm, come to me. Yep. Come to me. Those two. I, I would say know. those two were, like, hand in hand. I don't know. Teletubbies, you come to me. Teletubbies, you go to Huey. Power Rangers, Power Rangers, Huey. I know nothing. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, singled out. Remember that MTV show? Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. So I think that's what's what, the grind. I, the whole point of us talking in this in this episode was Queer Eye like, for the Straight Guy. You go to it's Huey. It's back on Netflix. Shut the hell up. This is my favorite show. It's back. <laughs> it's back on Netflix. So I guess the whole point of this whole thing was to kind of like prove that we know. Let stuff. you know what yeah. we know. Yeah. Give you exactly. an idea of what. We have to offer. We have our listeners. We have audience. nerd cred, okay? Yeah, nerd cred. Come we on, we do nerds. like sports and everything else. But we have lots of nerd cred. Like if I look at this page, piece of paper that I wrote down, I'm drunk as shit. But like things, I had to write down things about me, and I wrote down like t-shirts. I have a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> I have about? I have a shit ton of hats. I like cult movies. I like stuff like The Room and Troll 2 and Miami Connection, Kung Pao, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. Kung Pao is awesome. Uh, the Simpsons. I mean, video games. Yeah, we, we've we been through that. And I mean, look at Obscure Music, MC Chris. I so mean, I guess going forward, yeah. we're going to be doing a lot of conversations around our favorites, our top things, our, our worst hated things, our... Just anything yeah, involving what exactly. we've been talking about already. Exactly. We're about Pretty much. Probably late 80s and 90s pop culture. Yep. Just go with it. Stick with us. Engage. We'll have some kind of social media presence at some point. You guys can follow. And we will try to drop a new episode on the regular. On the regs. Uh, That was my... That was my... That was my ling- language for the, nice, new, the, the young generation. Done. Nicely done. We'll regs. try to drop it to you guys on the reg. We'll Instagram it. So on the, <laughs> for the older for the older generation, we'll Snappy try to have an episode chats. out frequently. <laughs> My son has MySpace.com is slash No way Huey, MySpace is <laughs> you, you don't use MySpace It's, it's right. coming Wait, back. Are you it's, serious? No. Oh, okay. What what's whack? <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna update my site right <laughs> now. Whack? Get that mini file to play on your MySpace. So we are Bo Chewy. So are. we are Bo Chewy and we just wanted to fill you in on the stuff we like and we want to talk about Dude, we can do it like Voltron. We can say I'm Chuck. I'm Bob. And I'm Huey. And together we are Bo Chewy. Oh, stop.